Salutations. Welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband, and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital discussing the 2011 found footage horror film, Grave Encounters. This film was written and directed by the Vicious Brothers, Colin Minahan and Stuart Ortiz. Intrigued by the idea of a found footage horror film centered around a paranormal reality show, the Vicious Brothers set out to make one themselves. After the teaser trailer for the film went viral in 2010, it was released at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2011. It was met with mixed reception and continues to be a polarizing film, panned by some for its premise in CGI and hailed by others as a delightful descent into madness. This film was recommended to us by friends of the show, Brittany Ramatar, Molly Gerhardt, Dylan, Sydney Carr, Blaine Hancock, Jasmine, and our daughter, Ariana Vasquez. We want to thank them all for their support as well as this suggestion. So, what did you guys think of Grave Encounters the first time you saw it? I think the first time we watched this was at your parents' house. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how long ago that was, but I remember really liking the movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember that it was... Uh, I remember being funnier than it was uh, and watching it now. It's 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 still kind of funny, but it's not <laughs> at as the beginning. Funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, the yeah. beginning is like comedy. Yeah. yeah, it's like a spoof almost. Yeah. But it, this movie uh, works for me a lot. I know that the what, what would you say? This is found footage, right? Technically, yeah. Some, yeah. OK, so some found footage and like. I guess spoof movies like this or when they try to do things like this and then it's like a real movie in the background or whatever. Sometimes it doesn't work. I feel like this movie works fantastic. This movie gave me the same feeling that I got or that I get when I watched the very first Hell House. Okay. And I like that movie a lot. That movie was great. Yeah. This movie does accomplish that as well. I don't know if I would say that it's better than Hell House, but I also don't know if I could say Hell House is better than this. I feel like they're, they bring their own uh, vibe to what's going on with like haunted house things. And I know this isn't a house, but I mean, it's still inside. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a haunted yeah. place. <laughs> inside. <It's> inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we're in the woods being chased true. by something. Or, true, true, true. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> it's still a structure. Yes, yeah. I watched it inside. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which only made it scarier. Yeah. <laughs> we're both inside. Um, <laughs> um, I don't remember the first time I watched this. It might have been with our parents. I think it might have even been on Netflix or something. Okay. But um, it was shortly after it actually came out. But I've made no secret that found footage is not my subgenre. Yeah. Right. Um, it takes a lot for me to enjoy a found footage film. Mm-hmm. I say that, but I also say that The Blair Witch Project is one of my favorite films of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do have an open mind. Right, right. And if you technically count it, there's a lot of One Cut of the Dead that is basically found footage. Oh, I love that movie okay, so much. Yeah. And that's a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Same. Spoiler alert if we ever cover it. But... <laughs> um. I don't know. There's something very, very good about this film. I don't know if it's the send up of the ghost hunting shows because mm-hmm. we watched the shit out of ghost hunting shows all the time growing up. And so yeah. all these like little tropes and everything that they do, it's like so pitch perfect and in its accuracy that it is hilarious. It is. But the first time I watched it, I know that I really, really enjoyed it. And I just it, I love that conceit so much of the haunted house ghost hunting situation. Mm-hmm. It's and it's kind of like a thrill ride haunted house style horror film. Yeah, because it is really just taking you from thing to thing and things are happening. That's the other thing as well is that 
aside from it being well made it is just a lot of fun yeah it, yeah it is that thrill it's not really meant to be more than that mm. and so if you watch it as that you're going to have a lot of fun it does in my mind not only owe a lot to the blair witch project oh yeah, yeah. but it was a lot to house on haunted hill 1999 yeah yes oh yeah <laughs> But, um, one character in particular. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, like, ah. almost yeah. yeah, that's true. But, you look uh, real familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I really enjoy watching this. This is one of those films. Uh, if you were to say, "Hey, you want to watch Grave Encounters?" I don't see any time that I would say no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's a very breezy watch, and it's very fun. And um, I will say that now I do have issues. I oh no! Yeah, yeah. Anyone to think this is getting a 10 from here right, right. yeah but um it's definitely not one to miss i would say right yeah and when you're comparing it to um hell house llc mm-hmm. i in my mind because of the time it came out i thought of it in context with paranormal activity oh okay okay and i enjoy this way more than i enjoy paranormal activity which is weird to me because i'm usually of the mind of like don't show me shit yeah yeah, yeah. let me be afraid in my um ignorance oh, yeah. right no right. and they, they show and they, they show, show you everything, everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not left for debate no <laughs> i think for me what th- the thing about paranormal activity and i didn't i did like the movie but it's just a couple you know what i mean uh-huh and then the boyfriend was what's name oh, mika or yeah. what that guy was a I fucking don't, dick we don't talk about mika. no yeah <laughs> but here you have a group of people yes and it feels like everybody has their own tiny role even if we don't get a lot of characterization out of them mm-hmm. but you the way they interact with each other you kind of see how everybody or get a feel of everybody's personality a little bit um and that and you mentioning i uh paranormal or like uh ghost hunting shows i can't remember what it was on sci-fi that i watched the fuck out of that show yeah and it was a ghost hunting show but i watched that fucking shit religiously was it ghost hunters i don't know if i can't remember it was like it was like three letters they used for their name oh yeah taps I guess, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just remember the name because yeah. they try to make it a sound. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I do remember that. And I will say that this movie, <laughs> watching it in context and how much we love um, Ryan Bergara and Shane Madey, yeah, Buzzfeed Unsolved and Ghost Files. Oh yeah. Um, this film, every single episode of theirs, it made me worry for them <laughs> 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 that this could happen. It's like Shane, stop! Yeah, please don't. <laughs> No, I, I feel like my relationship with found footage is like, and I'm not a person that I will say cares at all about sports, mm-hmm. but it's what I would imagine like having your team, but like they lose a lot. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. It's like I get excited for them and then I watch them and I'm like, oh, oh next yeah. time, next time. Like we got them next time. This was, you know, like the Super Bowl or whatever. For me, <laughs> right. this is really, really good. Yeah. And we watched it with our parents maybe just a few years ago. Okay. I'd never heard of this. I Nothing. So the fact that it did come out over 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, is surprising to me because I'm relatively, it's relatively new to me. Yeah. And <laughs> imagine my surprise when I go online and see how many people fucking hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's surprising. <laughs> like, Dude, it's polarizing. Yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> so many people. Wow. Go on IMDb, go to one star, and people are just... But a lot of those reviews that I read, people were like, uh, I turned it off after 35 minutes. I couldn't get past an hour. This is trash. It's like, at least finish it. Yeah, And yeah. then you can talk all the shit you want. 
I feel like there should be like a, a card that prints out when you finish a movie that allows you to yes. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and only then is your opinion valid. Yeah. But no, I think that this is a lot of fun. I didn't connect it to Hell House until you said that. Yeah. But I really would have to agree. It's that same vibe of just we're here for a good time. Yeah. We're going to tell our story. We're going to get out. And I know there's a sequel to this that I have not seen. And I know that there are more hell houses, but right. you know what I mean? Yeah. We've will, seen those. Yes. Yeah. I will say the sequels of, of this and hell house are not good for me. Okay. Um, I still don't think I've seen the third hell house, but the second one went bad. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it I went thought bad. we watched all three of them. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I don't think so, but I, I didn't think the second one, I just think it wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. But anyway, I've never seen the second one of this, but I've, uh, not heard great things you have seen them right t you're saying yes indeed <sighs> i don't want to <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say you don't sound <laughs> no i don't mean to break anyone's heart or anything i think the thing is is that sometimes uh you capture lightning in a bottle yeah and then you you leave your bottle outside and it just stays empty <laughs> <laughs> oh no and you forgot to put the lid back on. yeah <laughs> right. you're like oh shit no. i have i have a good friend and i won't out her by saying her name but she really loves the second one and was like when we were talking about it she's like i know everyone <laughs> <laughs> i love that for them yeah. i do i love that i love when people love films i don't like yeah. yeah but no i think that this is a really good time just i i the only thing i can think is maybe people were going into it with kind of expecting something different yeah i don't know why else people would have such a visceral reaction to like hating this so much I, I will say that, T, you showed us the trailer for this yes. before we started recording, and they show a lot. Oh, oh they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there was even, I think, two scenes that weren't in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, but they showed a lot. Even with those scenes, why did you show so much of the movie in the trailer? That's an that's an, that's always a problem. I don't understand. And the thing was is that the trailer was cut by the filmmakers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But... I mean, the thing is for me, because I know you talked about it in your intro about it being the trailer partially that helped it. Yeah. I was reading from the beginning of the production, and I will admit there is not a lot of background in this film. Yeah. So I will not be my normal Travisy self (laughs) (laughs) this time around. But I did read in Bloody Disgusting that they had several projects in the works, and it kept falling through with funding. Okay. And so they were trying to think of something to do cheaply, but something to do well. And then that's when they came up with the idea. They're like, you know, nobody's really done a fucking ghost hunting show found footage horror film. I, I right, can't right. imagine the light bulb that must have gone off oh, when it's they amazing. stumbled because why has nobody it's yeah it's right so for rich it. yeah like why that's it's genius but they said what they wanted to do was quote tap into this cultural fad and also use it as a style to tell the story yeah yeah but it was that trailer like you said and it's one specific face in the trailer yeah that i think helped it to go viral in that way the difficulty for me that I've always had with Grave Encounters is the success of it was it was successful. It obviously was made very cheaply and made like I think five million dollars or something. Oh, nice. But five million dollars? Yeah. You know, when I look at this movie, I feel like this is a movie that should have had that franchise potential. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I yeah. had never even heard of it. Like that's it's, why it's so weird to me. It's so odd to me which films get chosen by the culture. Because I feel yeah. like this could have been a paranormal activity. Oh, hell yeah. I, I think it's, it's like, better why, than that. Why wasn't it? I, that's well, just weird to me. But even the paranormal activity movies get bad as they go well, on. Well, yeah, but give them a chance to get bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let them have their shot. Yeah. But for what this was made for, five million seems like a good little chunk to get yeah. back. Oh, it is. But I mean, when the sequel comes out and it doesn't generate the kind of buzz yeah. that you'd expect, they had a plan for a third film and it never got made. That's a bummer. Man. So you're like, this is, you know, and I, I'm sorry, dude. I like Grave Encounters. Where's, yeah. uh, where's uh, Blumhouse at? Yeah, dude. Give him. Right, yeah. up from the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got $1 million. Your name on it. Fish's Brothers, you said? <laughs> now, before we investigate this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast and thoroughly discussing horror films. We have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's lock the doors. So the film opens on March 20th, 2010, with an interview of executive producer Jerry Hartfield, played by Benjamin Wilkinson. He explains that he runs a production company in Anaheim, California, that focuses on reality TV like Tornado Trackers. I was already like, look, dude, <laughs> don't sell us that your new shit. His, was that was his name drop. <laughs> well, <laughs> on Wednesdays at night. Yeah. It's like we, we're here for a certain you gotta reason. Sell. I <laughs> guess so. This is very serious. Always be closing. <laughs> it is tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> he says they received a tape in the mail of the pilot of a show called Grave Encounters made by a producer named Lance Preston. The premise of the show was Lance and a group of paranormal investigators would investigate paranormal situations. And Jerry makes it a point to say that this was before all those other ghost hunting shows now. <laughs> I laughed out loud because it's so ripping on all of the oh, no, yeah. shows now. He's like, no, he was ahead of his time. Yeah. It's like, no, he wasn't. That's literally, he says that Lance was really ahead of his time. <laughs> That's hilarious. We immediately cut to an unaired promo of Grave Encounters where Lance Preston, played by Sean Rogerson, says that when he was little, his family moved into a haunted house. We watch as he visits a cemetery and his voice recounts that the things he experienced in that house stayed with him forever. It is very dramatic, yeah. with just as dramatic <laughs> shots and lighting. But he said it's made him obsessed ever since with trying to catch proof that it's all real. We see Lance taking shots with his camera and then we see his evidence, a swirl of mist in the shape of a human standing among gravestones. That was added in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're calling Lance Preston a fraud? Nay. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have words about Lance Preston. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk later. We'll talk about Lance. He introduces his crew of skilled paranormal investigators. There's the occult specialist, Sasha Parker, played by Ashley Grisco, and the equipment tech, Matt White, played by Juan Reidinger. Now, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm calling her Sasha. Right. <laughs> Lance does call her Sasha. Yeah. Yes, the, the I believe Canadian pronunciation. Yeah. I watched a lot He's of like, the kids Sash. in the yeah. I watched a lot of the kids in the hall, and that's exactly how <laughs> I remember. But um I do wanna say I understand that Sasha is the occult specialist. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't really feel that coming up nearly at all. Not yeah. really. I would like that to add more. Yeah. Because tech dude is just tech dude. He's, yeah. he's the no, tech yeah, dude. Yeah. Also, we yeah. have a cameraman that is, is not, not introduced. No. no. And um, we elicit the help of someone later on who plays more of a paranormal specialist role than yeah. Sasha. Yeah. Also not mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> but <he laughs> but we'll a, get there. He gets yeah. a bold intro. Yeah. Yes, he's the guest star. <laughs> yeah. But we see clips of them stomping through a graveyard and footage of them investigating places shot with night vision cameras. Lance's voiceover introduces the show with, 
if you're ready, it's time to have some grave encounters. So I want to say that this intro is perfect. It's so spot on. It is mm-hmm. exactly right. Yeah. So accurate in what they're... I, I, I keep using the word spoof. I'm Maybe it's a send up. Maybe it's a... I don't know. Because they're not making... They're making fun. Never they mind. Are. No, they <laughs> are. They're completely making they fun. They are. But I wouldn't... I, I think too, I wouldn't say spoof. Yeah. Because I know we said it earlier, but thinking about it, I don't even know if that's... Because this isn't like a scary movie. No, 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 no. Yeah. But this, yeah. Is, this is very... It's very satirical of these shows. Yes. Because it is pointing out the flaws in them it is. Yeah. and I mean, making a lot of fun. I will say it did make me feel nostalgic for being younger and watching these all the time. Oh, no. And I yeah. wonder if the Vicious Brothers kind of felt the same way, if this is kind of their, you know? Yeah, I would think so. Because mm-hmm. I mean. Because it's just too, it's, it's too perfect. Yeah. I do like the way that they do this setup instead of it being like based on true stories yeah, or yeah. these events happen but the names are different no, no 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 this i like we got the tapes back we don't know where it came from whatever this was a guy that you know was working with us what movie did you get mad hell house yeah <laughs> because <laughs> so it's got the same problem here well this... i don't say the same thing <laughs> the building sent it well this i know how they got the tapes because i feel like and i don't want to get into the end no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this i feel like there's more of a more of an explanation that was ridiculous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i do want to say that i feel like this is one of the smartest and most sly title cards i've ever seen in a film yeah because they just did the title of the movie yeah yeah but it looks like it, we're just doing, oh, this is the intro of the show. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It's brilliant. Back in Jerry's interview, he says that everything was going smoothly and the edits were looking great. They were excited about the show, but then, of course, they got to episode six. You know, it's weird because usually only uh, good things are associated with that number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would it would have been a good luck a charm for the episode. I don't understand. <laughs> The producer off screen asked Jerry if he has anything else he wants to say, and Jerry does. He says he wants to make this very clear. What we are about to see is not a movie. It's been put together from something like 70 hours of raw footage that was shot for Grave Encounters. Not one frame has been doctored or manipulated. It's only been edited down for time. And with that, we are thrown into episode six of Grave Encounters, The Haunted Asylum. I'm only laughing because I can think of at least four frames that have been doctored. (laughs) (laughs) No, they um, haven't. (laughs) I will will say that I do like this conceit of them getting the footage and them being the ones who edited it. Yeah. Because oftentimes with a lot of found footage, you're like, nah, how the fuck? Exactly. Who put this together? And and this is another one. We've talked about it before. No music. No no score. Exactly. So this is passing a lot of my tests. And the most important thing that we always say, why are they recording this? Mm -hmm. We know why. They have absolute reasons to have cameras set up they have absolute reasons to be holding cameras i mean i think this is why this becomes one of my favorite found footage films because it does answer those questions Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make it to where you're like now come on now yeah hell house there was a lot of that for me you're right well (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's what i'm saying like i like this the way that they did this like you're saying oh they edited it yes they did cool then we don't need to ask anything else you've already told us Mm -hmm. like you were saying and i just like this better than the bullshit that this is based on true stories and it's not or this is uh 
true events, but the names have been changed, and it's like, no, it didn't. It's like, where did the fu- <laughs> where the fuck did this happen? Prove at? Yeah. yeah, fuck out of here. I think the reason why those bother me so much is because nobody can ever do it better than the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. So you know, why yeah. why do we keep trying? Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're trying to make Abbey Road over and over again. It's like yeah. it's been done. You can't yeah. do it again. And that's not even my favorite Beatles album. But <laughs> it's the one everyone knows. <laughs> The clapboard claps in front of us before seeing Lance Preston warming up his voice while being mic'd. He stands in front of the titular haunted asylum, specifying that he wants it to be present in the background. They set up the framing and Lance welcomes us to this episode of Grave Encounters. He introduces the asylum, Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital, as one of the most terrifying places he's ever seen. I do want to say that this is filmed at Riverview Hospital in British Columbia. Okay. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I read an interview in Bloody Disgusting and the Vicious Brothers would not say where this was made. Really? Yeah. They're like, well, some of it is still open in operation, so we don't want anyone to know where it is and like visit it or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, it is like a super popular filming destination. Okay. I really hope that nothing... Is still going film on. Is no. still, <laughs> still no. operational. No, 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 no. Um, but they said that um, I think the X Files filmed an episode there. I think they said Deadpool two filmed a lot there. Really? And the one that really caught me and uh, mm, yeah, Halloween Resurrection. Hey, hey all right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll get there someday. We will. We're taking our time. <laughs> He begins to describe the six buildings of the hospital, but is interrupted when a car drives by. He insists that he'll pick it up from where he left off because he's not doing the intro again. (laughs) (laughs) See, and that's when I was like, I think Lance is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Because, dude, you know how many stand-ups I did for news packages in college? You know how many times I fucked up? You know how many times we had to run back? Run it a back. lot. Oh, yeah. Like a, a lot. lot. Yeah. I was <laughs> never I was never like this. He's like, I'm not fucking doing that again. <laughs> and he said like two lines, dude. He did. <laughs> not professional. He picks back up at its history. Between 1895 and 1960, it housed more than 18,000 of Maryland's most disturbed patients. After it was closed in 1963, there were reports of disturbances, apparitions, objects moving on their own, and even the sound of laughter. He announces that tonight he and his crew will be locked down in the asylum for eight hours during peak times of activity. I will say um, eight hours is admirable. Yeah. The locking in is admirable. Also true. You don't, that doesn't have to, you don't have to do that. (laughs) No. I was going to (laughs) say, I think if I'm here for eight hours, we don't need to lock the door. No. No. I mean, I'm already committing to that. I I promise not to leave. Yeah. 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 (laughs) This can't be like an honor system (laughs) thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But with their state-of-the-art ghost hunting equipment, they're in search of what is known as the ghost of the Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital. Okay. <laughs> That's a bit long. You got to work yeah. out that name. Yeah. Well, to me, it was like, I thought I thought he was going to, because he was building it up. Yeah. I thought he was going to say the wailing woman of the, no, yeah, or something, yeah. you know, but. The ghost. Yeah. It's like going, it's like going to a restaurant and being like, now we will be having what has become known as food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, name a meal. Yeah. But we, and cut. <laughs> That's okay. it. Very good. It is funny to me that with the raw footage, uh, Jerry decided to leave in all these outtakes and all yeah. this. <laughs> He's like, I really want them to get a feel for, yeah. <laughs> for who Lance is. I want them to know their dynamics. Yeah. I want- <laughs> <laughs> a car pulls up and Lance goes to meet Morgan Turner, played by Sean McDonald. Lance thanks Morgan for coming and Morgan seems pretty thrilled, asking if this is really going to be on TV. They specify that this part won't be, but they do record everything. Again, there you, you go. Know. 
They set back up to film and introduce Morgan as a local town historian here to shed light on the dark past of the Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital. Morgan explains that the building's history is typical of other hospitals at the time. He details that it was built in 1893 to address overcrowding in state hospitals. In 1893, <laughs> Collingwood Estate. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, get out of here. No, Ryan, sit down. Okay. We're big fans. <laughs> He says that mental illness was very misunderstood and they were just beginning to develop treatments. We see black and white footage from Collingwood, patients with dark circles under their eyes staring untrustingly at the camera. A man watching static on a TV, another fighting his straight jacket. We see an inmate having to be restrained before cutting back to Morgan. He says that the conditions were awful. A lot of patients had to sleep on the floor at times without blankets or even clothes. I will say, I know this is very low budget, but I did get a little chuckle at the stage makeup on these people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do. Um, I, I will say for all three of us, we love a history lesson in a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love a. I, is this technically a research scene? Because they are researching the hospital. I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I can get with this. And I love the feeling of House on Haunted Hill 1999. Yeah. And it's about to get even bigger. It oh, really, yeah. it like really, really is. Because <laughs> there's moments where I'm like, oh, that's the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. And then like right now I'm like, oh, this is outside. Yeah. <laughs> Lance brings up someone named Arthur Friedkin, who apparently has the most infamous story about Collingwood. Friedkin. Yes. Morgan chuckles, saying that he figured he would be asked about that. We see a black and white photo of Dr. Arthur Friedkin, played by Arthur Korber, and Morgan describes him as the head physician from 1937 to 1948. We see archival footage of Friedkin performing a lobotomy on a patient, and Morgan continues that he gained notoriety because of his experimental brain surgery. About 140 lobotomies were performed under his supervision. I gotta be honest, I'm not a doctor. I don't understand. Well, I've lied to all of you. <laughs> I don't understand how the lobotomy was ever a thing that made sense. Yeah. It seems I mean, like I the can, worst. I can see in a very like rudimentary understanding of the human brain. Of this part of the brain is causing this ailment. Let's just take it out. You know what I mean? But do you see what it's doing yeah, to them afterwards? Yeah, I was going to say. I yeah, maybe know. after the first one, that should have been a clue that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And he did 140 of he them. He did 140, yeah. um, and it looks like he was head physician for 11 years, and he did 140 of them. Wow. That's like that's like 13 a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That is a lot. That's one it's a month, dude. <laughs> On August 15th, 1948, six patients broke out of their rooms and stabbed Friedkin in his office. I wonder if they used a sharpened, a very sharpened saw. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the newspaper clipping they used for this is very small for what happened. It's really a tiny they ass little talk section. About yeah. Yeah. Like, this isn't front page. Like, it this got buried. is big news. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, Dewey defeated Truman or whatever. Yeah, so. like, tuck it away. Tuck it away. <laughs> We see the crime scene photo with Friedkin lying slain on the floor. He was found the next morning by a nurse, but this is the day that Babe Ruth died and his death overshadowed all of the news from Collingwood. Uh, it's, it's Groucho and Elvis Come all over again. <laughs> Groucho! <laughs> Looking directly into the camera, Lance remarks that it's a crazy story. He, <laughs> I When he said that, I was like, oh, you don't care. Yeah, no, not at not all. Not at all. <laughs> He asks Morgan honestly if he believes in ghosts. Morgan chuckles and says that he doesn't know, but if ghosts do exist, this is a great place to go looking for them. 
I gotta be honest. Um, Lance Preston, as it continues, he gets like dream quotes <laughs> from the people he interviews. Yeah. yeah. So this would have been a great episode. Yeah. yeah. It's it a would've, shame. It really would have. <laughs> but we cut to Lance and the crew, including their cameraman, T.C. Gibson, played by Merwin Mondesir, walking with Kenny Sandoval, played by Bob Rathy. I inserted TC's credit here because he's never introduced like with the rest of the crew. Oh yeah. I part of me wondered I'm like, well, I mean, if you're watching a show, it typically he's behind. Yeah, yeah. I guess, but so, like I think of like worth it. Like we like we like Adam and he's yeah. behind the camera, you know what I mean? Is everything BuzzFeed is yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> And it all comes back to Watcher. It does. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> But they approach the doors to the asylum where someone has spray painted the words death awaits. Lance remarks, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) It's edgy. Yeah. (laughs) But behind the camera, Sasha just laments that this is so lame. Getting to work on the padlock, Kenny warns that this is just high school kids and that the old lock is going to take him a while. Matt says that the message is so cheesy, he doesn't even think that they should use it. But Lance says that with slow motion and the right music behind it, everything is creepy. He's not wrong because that's literally like 90% of the ghost shows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I will say um, when they enter the building, TC cleans the lens with like the dirtiest, like crunchiest rag. Yeah, yeah I it's wondered gross. why he did that. And crunchiest. well, it is you hear it. It's, it's like, like a paper towel or something. It's like, why are you using that? You've ruined that yeah. cover. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenny gets the chain off the door and leads them into the asylum. When they walk inside, they find it abandoned and dirty and graffitied, and Lance is overjoyed. Kenny points to the reception area where families would check the patients in, but Lance just tells them to film everything. As Matt puts a cigarette in his mouth, Kenny tells him that he can't smoke in here and he needs to take it outside. I think the building is damaged enough. Yeah, yeah. That cigarette's not going to do shit, gonna dude. It's fine. Smoke up. <laughs> I'll jump. I don't even smoke. Yeah. I'll join you. I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> We cut to Lance interviewing Kenny, introducing him as the caretaker of the property for the last eight years. He asks Kenny if he thinks the place is haunted, but Kenny is confused about the interview process, asking if he should answer Lance or talk to the camera. Once Lance tells him to talk to him, Kenny answers that he doesn't know if he believes in ghosts or spirits, but he has seen strange things here, especially at night. You mentioning the... Um, decision to keep that in like they kept this in too when he's yeah. like I don't, do I speak to you <laughs> I, I think they're like look we're trying to have fun here still yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand what happened to the group <laughs> that levity, doesn't mean levity yeah, yeah. doesn't mean we can't have fun he says the building is old and the pipes make noises but he can't shake the feeling that he's not alone Lance is pleased with this answer and smugly tells the camera let's go check it out he starts to walk away <laughs> But he has to tell Kenny to follow him. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. there, And I forgot completely. I was telling Brittany this comedy at the beginning. It's yeah. really good. It's really funny, dude. Because <laughs> it's like kind of awkward. Yeah. It's just funny. Because it feels... I don't want to. I don't want to be like this. Feels like real life, but it feels kind of like yes. You know what I mean? I would believe this. Yeah, well, because it's not over the top. Yeah, it's no. just, You know, it's it's very funny. And someone who doesn't know, yeah, of course you're gonna stay there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> they all walk together in a dark hallway, and Lance comments that it feels like they go on forever, and that it's hard to believe that they housed thousands of people. 
I do want to say that line, just the idea of them going on forever. Mm-hmm. Very subtle foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. From behind the camera, Sasha notices that it's so dark in the hallway, even though it's still daytime outside. Also. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like there's more work put into the script than. Than they get oh, credit no, for. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say there is some stuff later that I'm like, all right, we can stop. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Matt teasingly asks if she's scared and the two chuckle. Kenny cautions them that if they think it's dark now, they should wait until tonight. None of the lights here work and it's going to get very dark. So we need to be setting up lights now. Yes. Either that or the glow sticks that you break and they yeah. glow for, for hours and hours. Yeah. Just leave a trail of them or leave a box here. Well, we might need them here. Leave a box there. The lights don't work. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like we. Were, I don't care if this place you. isn't haunted. He's like, I don't, I'm just the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. The lights don't work here. Fuck you. Why, why don't they work? Get out. Yeah. No, you can't film here anymore. No, they said fuck you to me. You're banned. When the camera comes back up, they're standing next to a large window. Kenny draws their attention to it as he opens it, closes it, and locks it. He tells them that at night he locks it up, but sometimes when he comes back in the morning, it's wide open. He says that it's like something's trying to get out. Okay, so that's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know if you hear Matt's reaction whenever he says that. He's like, and then this thing's wide open. He goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <I'm> t- <laughs> like, at least he's into it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Lance kind of. like, wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. What a crazy story. <laughs> Stares down Lynn's at me. It's like, dude, come on. Lance closes it and locks it for himself before turning to the camera and determining that it's a definite paranormal hotspot. Matt promptly marks the floor next to them with the large X and bright tape. In a well-lit hallway, the crew walks past the tiny cells that the patients were kept in. Matt asks how they were supposed to help these people when they're cramming them into tiny rooms. They step into one of these rooms and are surprised to see writing all over the walls. They ask Kenny if this is real and he confirms that it is. The man who lived here spent his time writing this. The camera focuses on one scrawled phrase, demons in the walls demons in the halls demons in my mind demons you will find (laughs) bars yeah Yeah. Yeah. bars it's a bob dr seuss was in here yeah Yeah. and what was the name of the patient yeah Yeah. oh seuss oh that makes makes perfect sense um he's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i don't think (laughs) i don't think they treated him properly he was just telling the truth he was trying to let us know yes Sasha asks again if a real patient wrote this, and again, Kenny says yes. He doesn't know if the patient was here up until the end, but he was here and he did write this. Lance remarks to the camera, very creepy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lance is doing the most. Yeah. He's <laughs> constantly. No, he's in host mode. He yeah. is. And a lot of that leaves a lot of organic feelings yeah. out of it. Yes. They go into a mess of a bathroom. In the disarray, a bathtub sits. Kenny says that supposedly a patient killed herself in this tub by slitting her wrists. The prospect of this only excites Lance, but Sasha comments on how sad it is. Kenny says that there have been reports of hearing running water in the room, but he's never personally heard anything like that. He leads Lance away to show him the service tunnels, but Sasha stays behind, getting a closer shot of the stained tub with her camera. 
But he doesn't like the way he's telling him. It doesn't sound like he's like, oh, this is just hearsay. He's like, look, dude, there's some weird shit that oh, happened yeah. that's here. going on yeah. here. Yeah. And, he, and Lance is just like fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I will say I do. I, I think that that is a very smart little tour that they're taking them on yeah but also us on yes mm-hmm. yeah and i think that it's a it's a very interesting it's it's just like um james wan's house things yeah where he'll kind of give you oh, subtly okay, give you the okay. tour gives you the geography and so you can feel and you can also get an idea of the context of each scare yeah yeah, yeah. it's coming up one thing i do think that they could have done that would have been very interesting is um it seems like one person lingers on each thing mm-hmm. oh for that to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i thought that'd be kind of neat don't want to give anything away but i hear you yeah and, yeah but tc does ask sasha if she's okay which i thought was kind because mm-hmm. <laughs> The group seems to be pretty jaded. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've done five episodes already. Yeah, yeah, they're seasoned pros. Lance is overjoyed in the service tunnels, saying that this is exactly what he was looking for as he slaps the walls. He's like, this baby can fit so many demons in it. <laughs> Kenny informs them that the service tunnels are used to connect all of the buildings and there's about a quarter mile of them. I mean, is he's like demons in the wall? Yeah. <laughs> demons, demons in, in the, the halls. halls. <laughs> Lance says that it's like a maze where they can easily get lost. Kenny says that he was down here one day walking to the east wing when the air got really cold and still. It felt like someone was watching him and he admits that it was a very eerie feeling. Sasha gasps, drawing their attention, but she laughs when she realizes that she was only scared by her own shadow. (laughs) I do like Kenny's role here because I'm always compelled by people that are like, look, I don't know if I believe in any of the shit or not, but I did feel this, but I did see this, but this window does, you know what I mean? He's because not trying me, to. I'm not a reliable. <laughs> I'm not reliable. <laughs> you think everything's haunted. I believe yeah. too much. Yes. Yeah. But this, it feels like he's like, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Exactly. Yeah. These, this is just what's happening. I'm not saying mm. that it is or isn't haunted, but this is something that I experienced. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, look, dude, there's just weird shit. He's yeah. just like a regular yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing is that he is he's doing really great for having never been on camera before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, though, when she did that, I also was like, what was that? <laughs> and then when she was like, oh, it was my shadow. I was like, Bitch. Uh, yeah. But you're, you're, you're primed. Already. You're yeah, primed. Yeah. yeah. And in all honesty, these service tunnels are probably the scariest part of the whole. Oh, Hell yeah. yes. Even when they go there on BuzzFeed Unsolved to these tunnels, I'm like, I don't. That's that's the least. It's so scary. Yeah. But upstairs, Lance introduces us to Gary Crawford from Crawford Contracting, played by Fred Keating. He asked Gary if it's true that he had been contracted to do work here a while ago. Gary says yes. He was in 1993, but they eventually shit-canned the idea. <laughs> he apologizes, and they have to do another take where he doesn't cuss. Because Lance is like, oh, no, no, no. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> can't. <laughs> it's funny that he feels that way now. Yeah. yeah. Because good yeah. lord. No, they be cussing yeah. later. It's, and yeah. we'll talk. It just gets to be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he and his crew were here for about two weeks. When Lance asks him if they experienced any paranormal activity, Gary bristles at this. He says that when he got here, some of his crew were convinced that they were hearing weird noises and some of the tools were disappearing overnight. Gary assumed looters were taking them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of like Fallout. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, raiders were coming yeah, and taking their shit? <laughs> literally the mental picture I got. My wrench is missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but he never saw anyone. Lance broaches the topic of an incident and Gary seems hesitant to talk about it. He says that one of his guys was on a ladder pulling wood in this room that they're in right now. And he swears that someone pushed him off the ladder. He fell, hurt his knee and quit. Lance says that this doesn't sound like a residual haunting. It sounds like an intelligent haunting. It sounds like a workman's comp claim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Gary offers no comment, Lance explains to the camera, a residual haunting is an echo from the past, repeating over and over again on a loop. An intelligent haunting is actually a spirit that has intention. He says that there are many reports of people being pushed, scratched, or thrown. He admits that it is rare, but it does happen. Thrown. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> That's, a <laughs> That's a big claim. Yeah. In a hallway, Lance interviews Punk Guy, played by Max Train, and Punk Girl, played by Martha Eason, who has her face blurred. So this confused me, mm -hmm. because in the trailer, her face isn't blurred. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's blurred in the film. I wonder, I mean, maybe something happened behind the scenes or something. That like it, that would be sad. Like, yeah. It would be sad. Like they, they broke up or something. Yeah. But maybe like to add some realism to it because some, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you're. In a lot of reality shows, you have people that are like, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't no, want to be attached yeah. to this. No, but that sucks to get cast in it. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, and we will be covering your face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. Very good. Lance asks if they spent a lot of time here and punk guy says that they have. In high school, a lot of them used to come here to just hang out. He says they were standing right where they are right now, making out, and he looked up and saw someone standing at the end of the hall. He was wearing a white hospital gown and had a shaved head. It's so funny because when he's telling him, he's like, I swear, I swear, Dad. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you say Dad? Yeah. He the says, kid, yeah. He I, says I, I, rewind, I rewinded it because I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like oh, He's like, look, Dad. I would. I promise, I'm not lying. Oh, to the or, camera. Yeah, oh, to the camera. I thought he was calling Lance. No, 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 Dad. no, no, no. He says, I'm sorry. He says it to the camera, and I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> That's very funny. But Lance then looks directly at us and declares, "Full spectral apparition." <laughs> it's like, can you just be a normal person? Yeah. <laughs> like it made me think of um, Ryan and Shane, where the they did the hourglass shape, and they were like full-bodied apparition. Yeah. <laughs> And then it, it also made me think of a joke that I wrote a long time ago, but I never had the chance to tell it, so I'm telling it now. Okay. I like my apparitions like I like my red wine. Full, Full body? body? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. I've always wanted to tell that joke. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Outside, Lance and crew approach a gardener who is literally working, proposing that they grab an interview with him. They approach him, Javier Ortega, played by Luis Javier, and ask if they can interview him. We abruptly cut to the interview where Lance asks him if he's ever noticed anything strange around the building. Javier says no and asks what he means. Lance asks if he's ever heard noises or seen anything strange, but Javier says no. Lance immediately looks over at TC and tells him to cut. <laughs> <laughs> but the camera keeps rolling as Lance lowers his voice to ask Javier if he could just say that he saw something. Javier insists that he really needs to get back to work, but Lance goes to Sasha and asks if they have any petty cash left. Sasha hands over money and Lance takes it straight to Javier. He offers him 20 bucks and before Javier can answer, we cut to them starting the interview again. <laughs> 
this is when it's like oh so this is bullshit bullshit yeah yeah like you kind of feel it already but this it's like just just say that you saw something yeah, yeah. But 20 bucks is 20 bucks <laughs> he's like bet yeah bet. I, do, I do want to say this whole sequence what's about to happen is hilarious yes. yeah but jerry is a fucking scoundrel for including this into the yes. film. yeah <laughs> no yeah a scoundrel <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like, look, they didn't believe in anything. <laughs> no, yeah. I want to get that across. <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. Which makes what happens even bigger. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Lance introduces Javier again as the resident gardener and asks if he's ever seen anything strange in the past 10 years of working here. When Javier had previously said he just got this job. Yeah. <laughs> but Javier says, yeah, I saw a ghost over there. He points behind them <laughs> at the building and says in a monotone that it was really scary. Lance remarks, a ghost on the exterior of the building? Unbelievable. He says that this is a paranormal hotspot unlike anything they've ever shot before. <laughs> it's And it's also the, the gardeners look in the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm serious. This, is, this definitely, definitely happened. Yes. <laughs> They set up a camera in the parking lot to get a very dramatic shot of Houston Gray, played by Mackenzie Gray, getting out of his car. He looks up at the building and takes off his sunglasses as Lance's voiceover explains that because of the massive size and scope of the building, they've called on psychic medium Houston Gray to help them. So even if they're jaded, at least we have a psychic that's going to come and bring some um genuine energy yeah you mean right? the guy that got out of the car like puff daddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that guy <laughs> i was thinking he saw the matrix yesterday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's good we have somebody who believes somebody's gonna bring some uh you know some real validity. Yeah, yeah yeah yes let's hear it with his sunglasses back on houston walks down a hallway <laughs> with lance when lance asks if houston is sensing anything he becomes suddenly struck raising his hands and proclaiming wow he says there is such intense energy here that it's like a hundred voices talking at once and the sound is deafening. He continues saying that there's something else here. It's some kind of dark spirit or even a demon. <laughs> Sorry. I, it was at this point that I knew exactly who they were parodying. And it was um, this guy from an English uh ghost hunting show mm -hmm. and he used to get he used to get possessed everywhere that they went <laughs> oh god <laughs> i in my mind i was like okay so he's clearly he's clearly an expert but goddamn is he a liability yeah <laughs> don't bring maybe him we, anywhere maybe we don't take him on this <laughs> that is painfully funny it's just as bad as a friend who can't handle his liquor it's, yeah. yeah it's like oh fuck. maybe sit this one out yeah. maybe we don't bring him this time you're fun when you don't drink <laughs> yeah we love you no right. matter when what you're not possessed you're cool you're great yeah. dude <laughs> it's like oh there he goes again yeah. <laughs> at what point do you get desensitized oh he's snarling again yeah. his, his eyes are white yeah. fuck he said my mother's doing things in hell i do not want to repeat yeah. <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna be friends after yeah this. this is pretty bad this might be the worst <laughs> he tells lance that they need to be extremely careful tonight because they do not want to be messing with something like this in the bathroom, Houston says that he feels a deep well of profound sadness. Suddenly, he is struck with the vision of a female patient. He stands over the bathroom where the alleged suicide took place with his eyes closed, saying that he sees red, red water, blood. He asserts that she died right here by slitting her wrists in the bathtub. He opens his eyes and looks at Lance, who tells him that the caretaker said a girl did just that right here. 
<gasps> he says, Houston, that's incredible. Houston dramatically looks between Lance and the tub before declaring that her spirit is still with us. Lance calls cut and Houston immediately busts out laughing. I, I forgot this <laughs> and I was so happy until he said that. And then I was like, you, you believe fucker. Him? Yeah. Well, first I'm like, you know, he's a character. I was like, but he's here to help. And he cool. was right about and what then, happened. Yeah, yes. he did say Everything. that. And I was like, oh, shit. OK, I forgot this part. And then when he was like cut and he's like, yeah, yeah you like that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, bitch, you told him. Already. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Thanks for the cue cards. It's yeah. So, yeah, it's so upsetting. <laughs> no, it is making every psychic look bad. Yeah. Lance laughs with him as Matt pops a cigarette in his mouth. Houston asks if that was too much, and they tell him, no, it wasn't. It was a lot, though. Yeah. It was blood. <laughs> <laughs> Outside, Lance jots down notes, and Sasha asks him from behind the camera if he's excited about episode six and if he thinks they'll be seeing any ghosts tonight. Lance flatly says that he's sure they'll be seeing hundreds of them. Sasha accuses him of sounding skeptical and Lance admits that it would be great if they did. But even if not, they'll just make sure that they can get some good scares. So this at least gave me hope that they are open and they do believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just jaded at this point. It is very subtly to me a nod to the Blair Witch Project. I remember when they first get out there and they ask Heather if they think they're going to see anything. And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. It feels like this is that moment. Yeah. There's a lot of moments that I'm like, oh, this is there. Uh yeah you know but i mean to me it's more homage than i mean everybody knows the blair witch project yeah you're not gonna do a found footage film and be like oh no one's gonna notice it yeah yeah you're obviously nodding to them yeah so i i appreciate it yeah but this reminds lance of something and he calls out to tc who was throwing a football around with matt he asks if he wants to get some time-lapse shots and tc rushes over what follows is actually a quite nice time-lapse shot of the sun setting over Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital. Well, hold on, though, because when they're playing fucking football, he knocks uh camera guy, was his name, Matt, Matt down. <laughs> and when he comes over, if you listen, just like he did in the background, he's saying something, he goes, oh, the ground's really slippery. <laughs> no, you got knocked on your ass, dude. That, that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the ground. <laughs> and it's so low in the back. I was like, what the fuck did he say I but he's forgot. laying on the ground like, get the fuck out of here and tc's just like what's up yeah. what do you need <laughs> i'm getting back to work just moves moves on i did want to talk about the time lapse shot because i'm a sucker for those yeah and i i was like all right you get an extra point not <laughs> maybe not completely not really but in my heart in but my kind heart. of yes later in the dark hallway the second floor east hallway matt blows hot air on a camera lens before wiping it clean we watch through the eye of camera four as he does this, gathers his things, and walks away. I'm sorry. You've got to have somebody go with Yeah, me. he's alone. Yes. I'm not doing this shit alone. There's no way. They talked about it in interviews, the directors. They said that no, none of the actors had trailers, nothing like that. So they were all just hanging out in this building the whole time. And you have to go to the restroom. You go off alone in this fucking, nah. you know, oh, no. nah. and I'm like, you know, just because we're making a film about that doesn't mean that this building doesn't have a history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You know, and even that if it's just big, I don't want to get lost. No, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to hear me use the bathroom, stand a couple doors down, but you're going to be in the hallway. Please yes. don't leave me out here by myself. Get a buddy. Yeah. Travel in pairs. Yeah. That's that's day one. Yeah. And honestly, why isn't TC with him? He has yeah. Yeah. he has knowledge of this stuff. He's the cameraman. He's the cameraman. Yeah. yeah. 
But Matt does the same in the third floor patient room with the writing all over the walls. He positions camera eight so that it faces the bed. He does the same in the third floor bathroom. He aims the camera at the haunted bathtub. He excitedly sets up camera nine in front of the haunted window on the fourth floor. I think that's the one where he's like, nah, when yeah. he has like his gravy <laughs> counter shirt. Yeah, which is, okay, so I I don't mean to give away something that doesn't happen in this film, but I I distinctly remember someone being punted out of that window. I Really? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it punted? It was punted. <laughs> like Baxter? <laughs> oh, no. Now this is happening. Baxter, Baxter's fine. Though. Yes, 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 yes. I remembered more. I was waiting for more to happen with the window. I'll say that. I yeah. don't distinctly remember someone being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance that that happens in another film. And I'm just uh, it probably does. conflating the two. But I was like, oh, oh Matt's yeah. getting punted today. <laughs> <laughs> but camera 10 is set up in the sub level tunnels. Once again, he's down there alone. Yes. He even admits that it's creepy and he's getting the hell out of there before picking up his things and making a hasty retreat. At a makeshift control center in the lobby of the building, Lance introduces the audience to Matt, who has his monitors and computers set up. As he smokes a cigarette, he says that he's set up 10 static cameras at the hotspots. They're recording constantly on the tape and the recordings are backed up on a hard drive and everything is wirelessly transmitted to his computer so he can see what's going on at all times. Lance asks him to explain some of the equipment that they use. Matt holds up an EMF meter used to measure electrostatic and electromagnetic fields. Human fields are stable, but paranormal ones will cause a spike. He presents an infrared thermometer, which detects drops in air temperature that ghosts are believed to cause. This will help to provide evidence of these cold spots. He shows us a regular audio recorder used to capture EVPs. Lance asks him to explain what that is for the audience, and Matt does. Electronic voice phenomenon. He says that it's able to pick up sounds that we can't catch with human ears. He turns on his favorite gadget, a Geiger counter, which I was a little, I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so his only defense of having it is that it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. And it does look really cool. But it's 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 used to measure radiation, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's why I was like, okay. So I will say I did try to do a little research on this because I was like, why does he have one of those? Yeah. And I saw this interview with this lady who was a ghost hunter and she was showing off the Geiger counter and she go, it started to click when she turned it on, which I think is just what a Geiger counter does. Right. But- the interviewer was like, oh, what is that? And he goes, she goes, oh, it, it, they're aware of me, basically, is what she was saying. And then she's like, that's so interesting. And the interviewer was like, well, what does it mean? Like, do you, what does it, it lead to communication? Does mm -hmm. it, she goes, I said it means they're aware of me. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, that's the so what, what does that mean? It means nothing. <laughs> I thought he was worried about like fallout ghouls being in the building. Or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ghouls yeah. in here. <laughs> they're super mutant somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to know when they're coming. Yes. Fucking but, rad roaches all over <laughs> Place. It's just clicking all yeah. No! But yes, it means they're aware of you, I guess. Which means Bet. nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. So I thought this was kind of like, because I know I think in Ghostbusters, it's uh, the Gaga meter or something, or uh -huh. like the little thing he has to find the ghosts. 
And I was like, okay, is that what you're trying to do here? Because that's for radiation. That has yeah, nothing to do with ghosts. I, I was confused too. The Gaga counter. Yeah, it's a, yeah. he's got a little thing. He turns it on and it's got little uh, antennas that move around. Oh. And it tells him, I guess, where like the energy of the ghosts are. Is it measured in Roma? Roma I have, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I, I was have, about to make a Lady Gaga joke. I have you no idea. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you'll you'll have you to so ask mad? Dr. Venkman. I have no idea. <laughs> Of all the people, me to make the joke. I know. I was like waiting for him to stop. <laughs> Ready to jump in like double dutch and you took it from me. Poor JP. Oh, so you've never seen Ghostbusters. I watched it with you. Then you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've, n- I, I've, I've never seen Ghostbusters. Dude, it's good. No, it's great. Yeah. It's good. I'll have to watch it after this. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Lady Gaga's there, in it? Yeah. <laughs> there is no Lady Gaga. Okay. <laughs> anyway... Matt assures Lance and the audience that if there's anything paranormal happening in this building, they will catch it. We cut to Lance standing at the door with Kenny. He says that they're about to initiate lockdown with Kenny literally locking them inside the building, which I think that's illegal. Is it? It's a uh, fire hazard. I remember oh, when, we, oh, yeah, when yeah. we literally do an escape room. They're like, we cannot legally lock the yeah, door. If yeah. you want to come out, you can come well, out. Like You can't now. just lock people in there. This was 2011. They had to know what fire no, was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm sure there's different codes that they that they change all the time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, Nay. Um, all, all I'm trying to say is that, again, they're going this extra mile that is so unnecessary. It right. is. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Plus, nobody can see that. Why no. wouldn't you just be like, say you're going to lock that's, it, dude, yes. and leave that thing That's open. what I was and about to say. If you are like whatever enough to have a literal fake psychic you can just say that yeah. you're locked in here you don't have to actually do that mm. and here's the thing as well somebody who has filmed not stuff like this but stuff the idea of this you want a shot of him locking from the outside yeah and you can't because yeah. everybody's in, in here. here yeah so it's pointless yeah yeah if, if pixar didn't happen yeah like it is really so, locked but we don't know that it, you know <laughs> i already don't believe there's you. no proof <laughs> But Lance shakes Kenny's hand and the two vow to see each other at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Very important. Kenny wishes them luck and shuts the door. Matt gets childish in his excitement, even humping Lance's leg while he's wrapping up a phone call. It was funny because Kenny just left <laughs> and he's on the phone and he's like, I was on with Kenny. Like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you don't need to call him already. <laughs> <laughs> you made your promises. You did all that. Um, I did laugh because once again, Jerry's like, no, that's hilarious. Leave it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to get who Matt was, you know? Yeah, Matt was uh, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but TC is shocked that they actually locked the doors. Thank you. Asking Lance what he's supposed to do if he needs to get more equipment from his truck. Again. Yeah, the only yeah. one making sense. I gotta say, TC uses some language later on that I really don't like, but he is my—he was my favorite character. I will say, TC started as my favorite character. Yeah, he gets real me. It's like what the <laughs> fuck? Like it's understandable <laughs> up until a point, but um, TC's the only one with some sense at this point. We cut to Lance, Sasha, Matt, and Houston standing in a tableau. Lance tells us that this is the biggest place they've ever investigated and the most dangerous. He says that this building was built like a prison, including barred windows. They couldn't even get out if they wanted to. They're stuck until Kenny lets them out at 6 a.m. 
He says that they will be in pitch black, filming with three night vision capable cameras and the static cams at the hotspots. Lance says that if everyone is ready, it's time to have some. And they all dramatically say together, grave encounters. I gotta say, I loved their little tableau. Yeah. <laughs> the backlighting, the yeah. mean mug in the camera. And then when they did it in unison, I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is TV. Yeah, this, this is, is this is real TV. <laughs> we cut to Lance walking down one of the dark hallways of the building, describing it as having been deserted for more than 50 years. He passes a random gurney in the hallway and says that they are in search of spirits who were restless in life and perhaps in afterlife as well. We see from the static cam as Houston leads them down another hallway following a cold spot. Lance says that this area is where a full apparition of a patient with the shaved head was seen. Full-bodied apparition. Yes. <laughs> he tells Sasha to use the EVP, and she does. She records herself asking if there's someone with them, if they're a patient here. Did they used to live in the hospital? We hear nothing. And when Sasha plays the recording back, there are no answers to her questions. Lance assures the spirit that they have nothing to fear and implores it to show itself if it is here. Houston says that the coldness is traveling down the hall and it wants them to follow. They do into an area with the static cam set up in front of the window. Sasha asks for a sign in the form of the spirit opening the window. They wait <laughs> silently, but nothing happens. She's that like, was a big ask. Or yeah. punt one of us out. There. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But she's the Shane. But this is all pretty standard. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We see this on a lot of shows. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, everything's going the way it always For does sure. yeah and i personally like that nothing's happening right yeah. because it's uh you know yeah <laughs> laying the groundwork we cut to lance describing the use of spirit photography he sells everything as bigger than it actually is yeah yeah because he explains it all and he goes it's better known as spirit photography it's like yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah it's not a big bold You're, name yeah <laughs> also known as <laughs> ghosts we've already, we've already said lance he's doing the most he's, he's always character. doing it. he, he is. is i bet everybody's like jesus just trying to get some work done he's setting up a still cam to capture what can't be seen with the human eye he snaps three photos a candidate of sasha one of houston and one of matt and we see them in black and white Lance tells us that they're going to have to wait for the pictures to be developed. So if there is a ghost behind them, they won't know until later. I liked, again, not seeing anything. Yeah. yeah. They had said in an interview that this idea came from scouting locations because they would take photos from that, too. Mm -hmm. And in one of their scouting location photos, they saw what they claim was a shadow person. Oop. I'd like to see the photo. Yeah. I believe them wholeheartedly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am intrigued. Yes, I am oh, yeah. intrigued as well. It could have been their shadow, but... Yeah. No. Okay. Sasha sits on the floor in the room with the writing on the walls at 12.01 a.m. She asks out loud if someone here wrote on these walls and what they were trying to communicate. I mean, I think they were pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> demons in the walls. Just give me a beat. Demons, <laughs> in, the demons in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> fire on my brain <laughs> <laughs> he needs some snare in his headphones yes but she invites it to try communicating with her in the bathroom lance settles down into the bathtub he asks for the spirit who took her life in the tub he sits in to come forward after a little bit of silence he admits that he is very creeped out in here there is no way i would ever lie in this tub 
That's a lot. It was still, it was stained. It was stained. Yeah. I wouldn't want the spirit to feel like I was mocking them. That's the thing. That's what I would worry about. And you kind of are. A little yeah. bit. I mean, a little bit. I hate to even say this, but even if there was nothing that happened and this was just a, like a set up old building, I still don't want to get in that tub. <laughs> I mean, it's a health hazard. It's yeah. got to be. Like, I like these pants. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> At the control center in the lobby at 1.25 a.m., Matt watches the feeds. He looks around when he hears something behind him and nervously asks on the radio why he needs to be the one that sits down here by himself. But then he scans the air with his Geiger counter. No ghouls. No. no. I did. They're aware of me. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cut from... Sasha being in the room with the writing on the walls at 12 on one. And now Matt is in the lobby at 125. I was like, this night is flying by. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I didn't either. Because in my head, I was like, as, as it continues on and we see what happens, I'm like, they didn't get enough footage for an episode. They absolutely did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the sublevel tunnels, it's 141 a.m. Jeez. Houston tells the group that he feels a lot of negative and dark energies, alluding to many, many spirits. Lance asks for any spirit there to show themselves and make a noise for them. Nothing happens. And in the night vision, Lance says that these tunnels seem like they go on forever. He comments that it stinks down here, but everyone turns around when they hear something in the tunnels behind them. Houston even says, no, seriously, what the fuck was that? And we it's been established that we don't cuss on this show. No, we do not. So that was, I mean, that was real. Yeah. They rush down the tunnel to find a door ajar. Lance asks TC to open it so that he can immediately catch what's on the other side with his camera. But if he opens the yeah, door, you TC is it. right there <laughs> looking inside. I, I, I don't understand why he thought this would be the way to go, considering you see the cameraman's hand in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work. TC is reluctant, but finally pulls the door open after covering his hand with his sleeve before grabbing the knob. The door opens to reveal many rats to everyone's disgust. Lance is clearly disappointed, but Sasha and Houston laugh at him, and he declares that this place is about as haunted as a sock drawer. Two things. One, I feel as though this is the rat's house now, so you're really yeah, just... Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, they're very rude. Yeah. Exactly. They you're were even in their room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't bothering you. Nope. <laughs> Secondly, I feel like, and this is a weird thing because horror movies, I feel like have given me more appreciation and respect for rats. I feel like they get a bad rap. They get a bad rat? They get a bad rat. <laughs> way, way too often. And honestly, they're kind of cute. Some of them. Some of them. Even the ghosts don't bother them. Yeah. They're just vibing. Yeah. They're not bothering anyone. They're just atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. I'm staying out of the way. I'm low to the ground. Yeah. You know we, we, mean? Closed low the the ground. Yeah. <laughs> we closed the door behind us. Yeah. yeah. We didn't tell you to open that door. Nope. No. We're busy in here. Yeah. <laughs> in the control center in the lobby at 2.10 a.m., everyone is just vibing and listening to music. We cycle through the static cams in the hallways, the bathroom, and the window. While we're looking at the window, the feed begins to glitch, but then returns to normal. That's uh, pre-punting behavior if I've ever seen <laughs> it. <laughs> we cut to Lance and Sasha in the shower area. Sasha is shining a light on glowing smudges of something on a tiled wall. 
Lance proposes to the audience that it could be residual ectoplasmic material discovered first by the Grave Encounters team. Or it could be this place is fucking filthy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Why would He's we... He's got to put his spin on it, man. <laughs> yeah, ectoplasm. Look, <laughs> I will say, is this the part where Sasha is doing her mean mug at the camera? When he's like an ectoplasmic material. Oh, yeah. I, she, she's good at that. Yes. She is a vibe and it's very funny to me. I really appreciate that. He drops the act and tells TC behind the camera that he thinks they should do one more walkthrough upstairs. He tells TC to get some floaty B-roll in the hallways like they did at the Plainview Mansion. TC does this, walking alone down the dark hallway and getting footage of the walls and the floors. He jokes about the checkerboard tile of the floor, but stops when he comes across a door missing a knob. After a beat, he jokes that it's a glory hole before entering what he calls the kitchen of the dead. I know I said it earlier. I'm not going by myself. Never. Somebody is coming with me. You want these? Let's go. And there's no reason why you can't come with me. Yeah. No. What else is anybody doing? Nothing. They were getting some footage upstairs, but it's All like, of okay, him? we'll do the floaty hallway footage and then we'll go upstairs and yeah. get one more walkthrough. Like, we're not splitting up. We have Did nobody watch? Yes. Yeah. Nobody watched Scooby-Doo? Like, Apparently nobody? not. <laughs> and we have so many hours to get it done. Yeah. You know? And also, I will say I'm very glad that all of the audio from this B-roll will be cut out. Because he's yeah, he's doing a lot. Annoying as well, yeah. I would I would be constantly talking to myself if oh, I'm in yeah. there alone. That's true. Yeah. Hopefully just... my voice drowns out any ghost noises <laughs> that I might hear. I don't. I'm I'm terrified. Just or, singing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, oh man, he's pretty cool. I yeah. yeah. I might leave them alone. Just the ghost like a glory hole. Yeah, shit. Right. that's <laughs> funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> just go by, dude. Go by. <laughs> we'll get the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Send your friend up here. You can go back. You're cool. <laughs> in another hallway he finds a wheelchair sitting in the middle of the floor he gets black and white footage of it remarking that this is as creepy as it gets and wondering how they missed this he says that lance is gonna love him and get shots of it before his phone starts to ring he sets the camera down facing the chair as he answers the phone and paces in front of the camera it's his partner on the phone telling him that their young daughter is crying tc tells her to put the daughter on the phone he switches up to a sweet voice and tells his daughter that her mommy said she's afraid of monsters under the bed. He assures her that they've gone over this and monsters aren't real. And even if they were, they wouldn't be at their house because he'll take care of them. This to me, I was like, okay, so we're setting up TC as the heart of this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As the level-headed, compassionate person. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the wheelchair moves behind TC on its own as he tells his daughter that she has permission to sleep in bed with her mother tonight because he won't be back until morning. He promises to take her out for pizza tomorrow and gets off the phone. He picks the camera back up and heads to the showers where Lance and Sasha were, but they're gone. He remarks under his breath how cold it is in here, but suddenly the door slams behind him. Whew, it's cold in here. (laughs) (laughs) TC is pissed, running back into the hallway and yelling at whoever did it to cut this shit because he's not fucking playing. He reiterates that now is not the time for this, but there's no one there. He radios, asking where everyone is. Later, TC shows Lance and Houston how solid the door is, saying that nothing short of a tornado is going to blow it closed. 
from behind the camera, Sasha asks how it moved, and TC admits that whatever did it scared the crap out of him. He explains what happened again, that he was taping, and when he turned around, the door slammed, and he thought it was them. Did you see the banner in the lower third when he said a tornado? It was like tornado trackers on it. Wednesdays at night. Like you stuck in an app? <laughs> it wasn't there. That'd be funny, though. <laughs> Lance and Sasha, obviously not listening the first time he told them this, are thrilled to hear that he was taping. They watch the footage over and Lance admits that this was actually creepy. TC takes this as an apology and accepts it. We cut to Lance, standing in front of the door and speaking to the audience about the footage captured by TC. He says again that the door slammed on its own and that there are no drafts or windows that could have caused it. With Houston beside him, he announces that they're going to try to make contact. Lance addresses the spirit, asking if it's here and if it can tap on something to announce itself. He invites it to slam the door again as hard as they like, but the spirit does not accept this invitation. Lance asks again for a sign and Houston chimes in, invoking it to make an appearance, but Lance is, Lance is like, shh. Yeah. Again. I'm like, dude, what do you have him here for? Yeah. But well, to me, this was him getting excited that something was actually happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't need your fake shit. Like, no. I'm really trying to, to commune. You know what yeah. I mean? He's being serious. And, yeah. You know, Houston is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> He implores anyone here to give them a sign, but he abandons this, muttering disappointed that he really thought they were going to get something. Just as he says that, there's a loud bang outside of the door in the hallway. Sasha says that she's scared as they venture out to look for the source of the loud bang. In the hallway, there's a loud whirring sound. Lance, Houston, and Sasha head down the hall while TC follows behind them, videoing. They finally find the source. The gurney that was in the hallway is now overturned on its side. The wheel's spinning so hard that it's causing that loud sound. Now, this I do want to real quick point out, this table's pretty new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's Nobody's been here for 50 years. Oh, yeah, what, where'd this table come from? Uh, you know, they the, were ahead of their time. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's press it. Houston presses his hand on the wheel and the whirring stops. It is spinning, spinning. Yes. Like, it looks creepy. Yeah. Sasha says that this is really fucked up, but everyone is distracted by a loud fluttering sound on the ceiling. Lance radios Matt, asking if there's anyone up on the fourth floor, but he says no. Houston says someone must be messing with them because they know they're shooting here. Despite TC asking why they're going up there, the crew climbs the stairs to the fourth floor. As they step into the hallway, Houston goes off. He yells at whoever is up here that they're going to call the police. They have a permit to be here, but whoever is messing with them does not. I okay. I love how immediately <laughs> the belief in the paranormal is just gone. No, yeah. someone's fucking yeah. with that. Yes, this is a person. This is a vandal of some kind. Yeah, he wrote that rap earlier. Yeah. On the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's very loud. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, isn't this exactly what you're here for? No, yeah, it yeah. is. TC tells him to lower his voice, but Sasha tells everyone to be quiet. She asks, "What if this is something real?" She turns on the recorder and asks into it, what's your name? What do you want? Are you in the room with us? Where are you? She rewinds and plays the recording back, but there are no answers until a high-pitched whining at the end. Lance asks what that is, and Sasha raises the recorder to her ear, trying to hear it better. 
as she does and TC's camera is focused on her, her hair raises up on the side of her head as if someone lifted it. That's a lot. Yeah. She screams and runs away. Everyone is freaked out and TC assures them that he got it on tape. They run to Sasha, who is crying on the stairs. She says that someone just touched and breathed on her and she just wants to leave and go back to the lobby. Lance tells them all to just wait a second. They've been shooting the show for five episodes now and they've never seen anything like that before. Sasha says that she doesn't care anything about that. She just wants to get out of here. Lance instructs Houston to get Sasha down to the lobby and come right back. <laughs> Houston's like, I think I'm going to stay yeah. down there. <laughs> Do you remember I'm a fake psychic? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need me for this. <laughs> now, I would love, you know what I mean, something to happen to a ghost, whatever, or something. Absolutely. But if this, I need I need 10 minutes. Yes. It's, Give you were me touched. a second. Yeah. Physically touched. Please, like, okay, we've done five episodes. Yeah, I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. Give me 10 minutes if you want me to go with you. Literally. Like, for real. One thing I will say is they're sacrificing a lot of footage by using so much profanity. Yeah. and Well, I'm sure they could edit their voices out. Yeah, but I mean, there's plenty of time. I, I would want a genuine reaction with audio on there. Instead of it being like, you know, and well, then it just beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I feel like if there's one thing with found footage that kind of gets under my skin, is that the fucking, is that the yes. thing? Yes. Okay. And I just curse. But here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I think there's a difference between when I curse and when they do it in the film because it's me. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. We just talked on Talk Mortem about how you have a tendency to use fucking as a placeholder. I do. And that's all they're doing. No, look, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear me the first time. No, um, I think my thing about it is it, it, it becomes almost like a trope in found footage horror. You're going to get a lot of shaky cam, which is part. It's part of the course. Yeah, yeah. that's it, what you're signing you're up either, for. You're, the get, you're either in or you're out. But there is so much use of the fuck word that I, it's it becomes annoying. To me, I always chalk I that up to- I didn't notice that. I'm not going to lie. Really? <laughs> yeah. I always chalk it up to, and this film is no different. They left a lot of room for improvisation. They did, okay. but I mean- I, I think that that's what it comes down to. I, if I, you don't have a set thing that you're supposed to say, but again, I feel like that's a natural reaction. I way, see that. Fuck! Yeah, like, that's literally- that's, that's fine. That's fine. Fucking fuck, fuck. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say yeah. too much. Yeah, exactly. I understand. And it, 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 it makes I get it to that. where it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. And I would like big reactions, but when TC was talking, he's like, and then the fucking door, and then I was fucking here, and then fucking over there, the fucking thing. Yeah. I was like, we got it, dude. Yeah. We got it. Throw Maybe, a shit in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's you do need much. a script then. Yeah. Because fuck. Yeah. You're, you're relying on that a lot. Yeah. But Lance yells at Houston to be a fucking professional and just stay in character. He says that they're on to something here and asks Houston not to do this to him. Houston tells him that he will come back. TC tries to hit the old dusty trail, but Lance tells him that he's with him. <laughs> Despite TC's protestations, Lance says that if they can catch this on film, they'll all make millions. So they're probably looking beyond grave encounters at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I, fuck doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> to me, okay, I thought because we had almost like a um, character arc a little bit. Yeah. You have it start with Sasha asking him if he thinks they'll see anything. He's like, you know, it'd be cool, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we're finally getting some stuff and he's silencing Houston's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. To be like, no, this is for real. real. Yeah. Let's do this. And then he goes all Gail Weathers. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that'll do for my book sales? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, all right, all right. 
But we cut to Lance addressing the audience in the hallway. He says that they've captured undeniable proof of the paranormal. A ghost actually manipulated Sasha's hair, scaring her to the bone. Can we talk about how funny it is to say manipulated? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you were really trying to shush that up. Yeah, he's just always on. (laughs) He stands next to Houston, who he says is going to try to make contact. Houston does, imploring whatever spirit resides in this hallway to give them a sign and manifest themselves. Lance asks for a sign or a noise. He invites the spirit to manipulate his hair, (laughs) (laughs) even shining the light on his own head. I know you like that. You do it right now. We've seen you do it. (laughs) After a moment with TC demanding that they not invite a spirit to do the same to him, there is nothing and Lance admits that he thinks it's gone. Houston agrees. It had its fun, played its prank and ran off. Maybe that's just what they do ghosts oh, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're like <"Hee-hee-hee."> yeah. <laughs> lance continues down the hallway antagonizing whatever is here and asking if it's scared houston only adds to this frustration by telling lance that he's sensing that it's gone but lance is like that's enough <laughs> give it a rest because he's over it <laughs> but like you told me to stay in character yeah, yeah you being a very good host no man. not at all <laughs> and see that's why i'm like lance is kind of a dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lance takes out the camera and begins to take pictures. We see the developed pictures that none of them were able to see at that time. There are orbs in the hallway, a ghostly smudge, and both an orb next to TC in the photo of him and a strange white smudge in the window behind him. So I will say for me, orbs, you can kind of lose me with orbs. It's a very dusty building, Mm -hmm. but that the fucking yeah go 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 yeah <laughs> that thing that's terrifying yeah. yeah i did enjoy this and i don't mind orbs too much just not if it's like one single one it's like come on you yeah. know what i mean that's dust no they were but they were present in these, yeah. and then there is there's fucking arms and shit and there, i was like yeah oh. that's true I was like, this this works. I will yeah. ad- I will admit I haven't done enough research on orbs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> it's just on sight. He asks TC what time it is, and TC says that it's 4.40, and he wants to go home. This night, I was like, this is going too fast. Yeah. With how much movie we have left? Yeah. yeah. He asks what time Kenny is coming back, but Lance just says that they have enough footage. He proposes that they pack everything up and leave. TC is happy. We watch through Lance's night vision cam as he follows TC and Houston down the dark hallways. When they come to what they call another dead end, they realize that they're going the wrong way and turn back around. In another hallway, TC proposes that they're lost, but Lance insists that they're not. I think somebody kicked the fucking map into the creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he then gets on the radio and calls out to Matt, admitting that they are, in fact, lost. It was funny because he's like, no, we're not. Matt, we are lost. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucked. But Matt doesn't answer. Lance and TC begin to fight over which direction they're supposed to be going. Houston points out that the room with the bathtub is just up ahead. But TC is adamant that that is not the tub they saw and not the way they came. He's fed up. He sits down against the wall, asking for confirmation that Kenny is coming at six o'clock, making it very clear that he intends to spend the rest of the night right here. At 4.51 in the lobby, Sasha and Matt sit on opposite sides of the room. Matt finally breaks the silence, asking where the rest of the crew is. (laughs) 
Finally, the beams of flashlights appear around the corner and Lance, TC, and Houston walk into the room. At first, I was like, that's not them. Because <laughs> the fact that they're like, we're lost, we're lost. Yeah. I'm not moving from this spot. And then they're like, oh, hey, guys. Hey, yeah. guys. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? That was very weird because he was under the tree with the vines. Exactly. Yeah. And then now... I, I, they're I'm just not, fine in their bag. I'm not saying I would have liked more because we know what... <laughs> they found their way. But at the same time, that, it, that does set up for it's, a pretty interesting scenario. Yeah. It's just back to back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, but it, it's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> Matt asks them why they hadn't been answering him, trying to reach them on the radio, but they never heard him and he never heard them. TC goes and tries the front door again to find that it's still locked. He tells Lance that this is why you don't lock the door. And he's a thousand percent right. So my question is, is this their gimmick? Have they all because, okay, this is why I asked. I this. don't think so. You've done five episodes. Mm hmm. You've obviously done it with the same crew. Yeah. Nobody is like, oh, the new guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So why now are we locking ourselves in? Because TC was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, I don't know. Like if that's your gimmick and you just do it every time. The fact that TC is surprised is what makes me think that they don't do this. Exactly. So it's like, maybe what the they, fuck are we doing? Maybe yeah. they don't typically, because they were like, for eight hours, blah, blah. Maybe they don't normally spend the night. And so they're like, we're going to spend the night. We're going to lock. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, yeah. I don't know. That's a very bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. I want to see the previous five episodes of Grave Encounters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt watches the footage of Sasha's hair <laughs> being manipulated <laughs> and reacts strongly. <sighs> Sasha still hasn't said a word. Matt jumps up and wants to immediately transfer everything to the computer, but Lance says that they don't have time for that. He tells everyone to get up and start packing their equipment so that they're ready to go when Kenny comes back. Armed with his bags and a flashlight on his head, Matt asks if there's anyone that can go with him to go get the static cams. Lance tells him no. Why? He needs everyone down here. Why? <laughs> Fuck those cameras then. Yeah. What the footage that we have will buy more. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Literally. Uh, yeah. Or you can go get them if you're yeah. so concerned about them. Or we can wait till Kenny gets back and we'll all go get yeah, them. Yeah. I'm not fucking going in there. He already said that it wirelessly downloads. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's not. go in there when it's morning. Yeah. But Matt leaves, assuring them that he has his walkie. They test it to make sure it works before Matt walks out of frame, imploring them to wait for him and not leave without him. I know that they did test it before he left, but it's just been proven that those do not work yeah. when you're deep in the hospital. The last conversation we had about the walkies. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't you answering me? I didn't hear you. Interesting. Yeah. Matt makes his way to the static cams and we watch as he disconnects and takes down the first one, declaring that it's time to get the fuck out of here. In the bathroom, he anxiously looks behind him at the tubs as he takes that one down. When he approaches the static cam by the window, he is stopped in his tracks when he finds the window to be open. What? <laughs> he closes it and then radios Lance, announcing that he got something up here, but surprise, surprise, no one answers him. He hears something down the dark hall behind him and calls out, thinking that it's Lance. It's not. Why? Now, Lance made it clear. <laughs> He's not here to help. Nobody's going to help you. <laughs> he didn't have a change of heart. That's the, that's something that kind of annoyed me. Yes. I was like, come on, dude. Lance? They, I think none of them looked like they wanted to fucking help you at all. No. And there is there is a thing that happens in horror movies that kind of like it it, it gets a little annoying, but it's always hilarious to me. When you hear shit and you hear like, <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> like oh, Lance? Yeah. Is that 
Is that you, buddy? I, uh... What has Lance ever hissed at He's you? never done that. <laughs> this isn't a new thing he's trying. That's a that's a demon. Right? I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Matt steps out into the hallway and quietly walks out of frame. The camera slightly glitches before we join Lance and the rest of the crew down in the lobby. It's 5.32 a.m. and TC films Lance standing in front of the front door. He tells the audience that there has been no activity in the last hours. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's been gone for a fucking hour. Can I also say that that's a really bad sign off? Yeah. Nothing's happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's so weird. For everything that you've experienced so far. Yeah. It just went dead. Uh, (laughs) Bye. We're still here. So. But he signs off for Grave Encounters. I'm Lance Preston. He wants to do the sign off again. And despite TC not wanting to, he does. He's like, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) TC tells him that it doesn't matter anyway. They can always get it tomorrow when there's better lighting. As they start to gather their things, Lance finally asks where Matt is and why he's taking so long. He radios to Matt, annoyed when he doesn't get an answer, but Sasha reminds him that the radios weren't working before. She admits that this is going to sound stupid, and she's the last one that wants to go out into the halls again, but it's pitch black in there. Matt could have fallen and hurt himself. She insists that they go and look for him. Lance says that this is ridiculous, but he resolves to go. He tells TC and Sasha to grab their cameras, though, because if they're doing this, they might as well film everything. Sasha and TC follow behind Lance as he ventures back into the darkness. TC shooting a sarcastic thank you to Houston for his help. Houston just continues to sit in a chair, not joining them and telling TC that it's not easy sitting here by himself either. Okay, so then don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Nobody He's like, is, I got a lot yeah. on my plate right now. <laughs> my legs are crossed. Yeah, I got- no, nobody's having a great time, okay? <laughs> Lance, Sasha, and TC roam the hallways looking for Matt, calling his name over and over. The stakes are raised, though, when they come to Matt's camera equipment strewn all over the hallway. Tripods and the cameras themselves are just abandoned. Lance assumes this to mean that Matt is nearby, and he instructs Sasha and TC to go searching in opposite directions. Why? Yeah. Why would you ever split up? Sasha objects that it's a terrible idea to split up. So Lance relents, telling Sasha to come with him, but still sending TC off on his own. Why? That's even she's like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever. It is. It is. I will go down that way. We'll turn around and come back this way. And then we. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is another reason why Houston should have come up too. Yeah. Yeah. At least have a person with TC. Oh, yeah. TC continues down the hall by himself looking for Matt. He calls out to the other two to look for cigarette butts to zero in on Matt's trail. That's smart. Yeah. He comments to himself in the camera that he doesn't understand Matt. He climbs the stairs, telling Matt that he's going to get him in trouble with his girl because it's late. And at this point, Matt better be dead or dying. He starts to get angry, demanding that Matt tell him where he is. But he's interrupted when he hears something on the stairs behind him. 
He calls Matt's name again, but when his back is turned, something pushes him down the stairs. First of all, how bad would you feel if you're like, you better be dead or dying, dude? And he's just and like, And he's oh, dead or dying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 go stab me or whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, how bad? Yeah, don't ever say shit like no, that. No, be like, we're worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're our friend and we love you. <laughs> say that. Just tell us where you are, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the camera hits the ground and we watch tc whimpering as he fucking i mean he eats it he does yeah he calls out to lance and sasha and they rush to him immediately asking what happened lance asks him if he fell down the stairs as they lift tc to his feet but he swears that someone did this he did not fall we cut to them in the lobby at 6 19 a.m where tc asserts that he was pushed he yells that when he turned around to look for matt he was pushed and he almost broke his neck he rationalizes with Lance. Things have been fucking with them all night and getting violent. He tells him to call Kenny right now, pulling a Julie James and asking, what are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what yeah. are you waiting Literally, for? Literally, and it's, it's after six. Yeah, and oh, I bet this is that same fucking ghost that pushed that dude off the ladder <gasps> you yeah, son of a rude bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Get workers a new comp, workers <laughs> comp. get a new trick <laughs> <laughs> lance is annoyed but he takes out his phone i don't know why he's annoyed yeah he should be annoyed at kenny yes he's he's lance is very chill for what's going on right now he really is yeah because it's it's beyond yeah already oh yeah TC starts to hit the door and Lance raises his phone. He can't get a signal. TC takes the phone away from him to try it, but he can't get one either. He yells out that this is fucking perfect. It's kind of bonkers because if I'm not mistaken, isn't he standing in the exact same spot where he called Kenny earlier? Yeah, I think he is. So there is service It was here. in the lobby yeah. for sure. So. Okay, that makes sense why he had him call him earlier then because he's like i was on with kenny yeah, yeah. that's true you're embarrassing me <laughs> <laughs> he wheels a gurney into the lobby and sets it up toward the front door lance asks <laughs> what he's doing despite it being very obvious tc asks him for his help but lance says that they're going to damage the property and he'll be liable for it he tells him to be patient and wait but tc takes off running with the gurney and slams into the door is this the brand new gurney that JP was talking about? <laughs> it's strong. It's well built. Lance threatens him with the fact that that's going to come out of his pay, but TC does not give a fuck. Dude, uh, no. Yeah. Not at all. No, uh -uh. And no it's not going to come out of my pay. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Because I'm being paid overtime. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And this was your idea. Yes. I'm going to own Grave Encounters by the time yeah. this is done. <laughs> Lance stands up for this confrontation, aiming his camera at TC. TC says that he just wants to go back to the hotel and sleep. Kenny is a no-show, over an hour late at this point. He smacks the camera out of his face. He's like, you're still doing your documentary thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, your motivation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lance finally puts the camera down to help him with the gurney. <laughs> Kenny's an hour late. He's supposed <laughs> to rescue us. <laughs> That's your, your motivation. motivation. <laughs> Houston offers to help, but Lance tells him no. It's like you weren't going to help anyone. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Houston has not got enough. <laughs> I know you didn't mean me. Yeah. <laughs> We watch through Lance's camera and the static cam as Lance and TC bring the gurney back again and again, slamming it into the door. Finally, the door is forced open, but Lance and TC stop dead in their tracks. They back up. 
TC saying that this is the lobby. Lance asks for confirmation that they came in this way and he gets it. Sasha simply says that this can't be right. And Houston remarks that it's impossible. Lance finally picks up his camera and our view from the floor changes as we see what's on the other side of the front door. Another hallway. Love this. Yeah. The first time I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a whole like this is. Yeah. The reconfiguring of the geography yeah. Oh no, yeah. by ghosts. That's that, what happens in a minute. It, it makes it even like, oh, no. Like, yes. We're, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> wow. But so, Man. Yeah, That's a bummer, a dude. Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> this sucks. Well, we've used up all the fucks. Yeah, yeah that's true. We got no more. Thank. Uh, let's keep. Yeah. <laughs> let's get some new things here. New shit. New shit. Houston picks up the chain that was on the front door of the building, now dropped in the dark hallway. He offers that they must have gotten turned around and they must be on the other side of the building now. Sasha fearfully calls Lance's name as she closes the door that they just broke into. On the other side of the door and the newly found hallway are the spray painted words, death awaits. All right, let's pack it up. Literally. Yeah. Lance asks if these are the same doors and no one answers, but they don't need to. I feel like, and I'm not saying that I'm the type that would just give up, but I don't, I don't know what you expect me to do. I from would here. literally, I think I would lay down in the hallway and just cry. Like, what can you do? The building moved. Yes. Yeah. It's not even that we're dealing with the confines of reality of the door being locked, mm -hmm. of Kenny being late. The building is changing. And the fact that oh, no, yeah. it's not even like we all want we all left and wandered away. Matt stayed. He set up a control center. We yeah. know that this was the lobby. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not like we met somewhere else and got turned around. This is the lobby. This Let's is where we came in. All go to the lobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's try this again. I would shut the doors and be like, oh, there was a glitch or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's try one more time. Right, we open it. Yeah. yeah. Kenny's like, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. Yeah. I'm glad we turned it off and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> they go further down the hall and find a door marked emergency exit. TC tries to open it, but it doesn't budge. He tries to kick it down. And when Lance cautions him to be careful, he snaps at him for spectating instead of helping. So Lance does help. The two of them kick the door open to reveal another hallway. All right. I know I said pack it up earlier, but... Not for real. For, for real. Yeah. yeah, let's lay down. Let's I, cry. I'd probably throw up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or at least just a little in my mouth. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, we're no, worth we're, throwing yeah. up. Yeah, I know Nay would. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> TC is the only one reacting appropriately, clearly devastated, and pointing out that the sign above the door says, <laughs> emerges. I'm sorry, because Houston, this is really funny. He points out that the sign above the door said emergency exit. Houston offers, maybe they mean it's this way to the emergency exit. Houston. The TC goes, Houston, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, that, I don't think that's how that works. You no, know that's not what that <laughs> Look, means. Look, I love that you're maintaining and you still got some, trying, yeah, yeah. some kind of optimism. And I love that for you. But we're, we're dead, Houston. Yeah. This is just what it is. They come to a window with a grate over it. It's like bars. TC tries to pull it off, and when it doesn't budge, he slams his shoulder against it multiple times to loosen it. It doesn't loosen. Well, they flipped the switch. If, if he was going to die, they're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're right. <laughs> 
funky old house, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) But he comes to the conclusion that they're trapped in here. Lance proposes that they just get a tool and try to pry it off. And TC says that he does have a tool belt, but it's in the van outside. Yeah, no, we're definitely trapped. Yeah, Yeah. we're done. And I do find it... (laughs) I don't know why, but I know that this this building has been closed down. But we're, we really need these bars still. Like we don't want to have just more more than one exit. The, yeah, the, to the entire building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> leave them. <laughs> That's the building. I don't See, know. I why. feel safe. <laughs> Lance says that not all of the windows have bars on them, citing the one upstairs. But Houston says that that's an eighty foot drop. Lance asks Sasha what time it is, and it's 8.34. This is a good time to point out that they're all standing next to windows, and it is pitch black outside. Yes. Fighting ensues, and Lance breaks it up, saying that this isn't right. He checked sunrise times last night, and it should have been bright outside by 7.45. This renders everyone speechless for a moment. Then, from a camera set on the floor, we watch as Sasha, TC, and Lance all try to pull bars off of the windows, yelling. Houston tries to offer an explanation. This is an old building with possible electric anomalies. Maybe it moved their clocks faster and it's not actually 830. It's actually 630. And that's why it's so dark outside and why Kenny hasn't shown up yet. Kenny's still late. No, he's still late. (laughs) Yeah. But I I will say that's a decent idea. Yeah. I've heard worse theories. Yeah. Still wrong. Yeah, he's still wrong. But he's still maintaining some hope. He's trying. He's doing his best. TC's not trying to hear this, though, and asks him to come up with something rational, but Houston maintains that this is just as rational as anything else. We cut to the lobby where Sasha lays on the floor and Houston sits in a chair. Lance stands in the middle of the room alone before sitting down and setting up a camera on himself. This made me think of, I'm sorry to Josh's mom. Absolutely. I I literally wrote in my notes, I'm sorry to Matt's mom (laughs) and Sasha's mom and my mom. (laughs) Less not, though, which yeah. I, yeah. I, I do appreciate. We're all going to die in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, they are. Uh, they <laughs> are. And I'm sorry, again, I said it on episode 50, but Heather Donahue, ladies. Ladies. This is just for ladies. No, everyone. Every, <laughs> everyone. Heather Donahue is a fucking national treasure. <laughs> and no, she's great. I yeah. think she deserves the world. She does. That, and the world did her dirty after that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She gave us everything. Yes. I hope you're listening, Heather. We love you. <laughs> But Lance tells the camera that he checked his phone and it says that it's 1.12 p.m. You know, the irony of it being 1.12 is peaches that and cream. things are not <laughs> <laughs> things are not peaches and cream. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I didn't expect to be making all these music references. <laughs> He shows the phone to the camera as proof and says that he doesn't think that's right because it just can't be. He says that everyone is tired, so they're taking a break to have a nap and they're all just going to wait until Kenny shows up. Although he admits that he doesn't know when he's coming. He says that none of this makes sense and it's compounded by the fact that he hasn't slept in 20 hours. He says he's going to set an alarm for an hour and take a nap himself. So I do want to say a scene ago, TC yeah that's what i was talking about earlier when i was like that was that was real disappointing yeah yeah that's when i was saying because i i thought what they were setting up with his arc is when he was being so caring yeah on the phone no he was dropping some slurs and some uh hurtful 
yeah. hurtful language. Yeah. He lost me. He can get he can get it. <laughs> <laughs> he can get it from the ghosts from here. Uh, um, get it. Uh, no. I was say, he can't get none from me. Well, that's <laughs> not, get it from that's the not what I meant. <laughs> All I'm saying is I learned that TC stands for this Cretan. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. But yeah, the ghost can murder him. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. We see static cam footage of all of them lying on different parts of the floor, except for Houston, who still sits in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all napping. Everything is silent for a moment as we alternate between different cams. But the silence is broken when unprovoked, one of the huge lights falls, crashing to the floor. The room is dark now and everyone wakes up horrified. I, again, I hate TC in this moment because after it crashes, everybody wakes up screaming. TC says, Houston, what's your problem? <laughs> That's not a noise he made. <laughs> that was a ghost shattering your only light. What's funny, too, is Houston was not even close to that light. No. He didn't kick it in his sleep. No. Like, yeah, why? If anyone, I think Sasha was by it. It yeah. would have been her. I don't, and no, you can't yeah. even see anything. It's I pitch black. He's, yeah. just, he's just still mad at Houston. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what? Yeah, what We're do you do? trying to like, introduce, maybe it's really 620. Maybe they mean this way to the emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a little that was far that it was, was too far. but he's trying to keep hope alive he's trying, yeah. <laughs> lance turns the camera on again and says that someone or something broke their lights all they have for light now are their flashlights and the lights on their cameras he says that he checked the time on his phone again and it's 8 p.m it made me laugh because he was like i'm gonna set an alarm to sleep for one hour and then he goes we all slept for seven hours yeah <laughs> your, your body needed it dude That's, yeah <laughs> i mean he tells the camera that tc went to go get a sandwich and that we need to see this he opens a cooler and inside the food sandwiches and apples are all rotten and covered in maggots TC yells at him to close it because it stinks, and Lance does. He says that all the food is ruined, but they still have a lot of bottled water. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I would trust the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that could be anything at this point. Yeah, so what happens? Because the food, what, it just gets stale? I don't, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're we're beyond... A little past stale. <laughs> no, the water, not the food. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the food. Like, yeah. I saw maggots. It's like the water is like lost all like, yeah, the <laughs> Taste what little, is this? I don't know. <laughs> it's not bad, but yeah, it's just like it's okay. It's not yeah. the best. Yeah. I think it's a. Uh, think it's, it's the sign. <laughs> Gross. I I just shit talk Dasani and I drink it. Like <laughs> I know it's popular to hate Dasani. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyway. I I take it back. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be a Dasani defender. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> I I like Fiji better, but smart water. Excuse too. me, Fuji water. Fiji's the apple. Where am I? No, I'm, I'm right. Let's move on. <laughs> Just move on. Dude. Water is good. Yes. Drink water. Yes. Yeah. You heard it first yes. here. <laughs> yes. And if you haven't had any today. Go drink some right no. now. Yes. Eight glasses. <laughs> In one go. <laughs> but they all sit together as TC paces and Lance proposes that they should go down into the tunnels. It connects all of the buildings and maybe they can find a way out in one of them. I think that going into the tunnels, that is the worst place you want to be. Yeah. But he's right. It, I, I appreciated that there was a reason to go back down there because it was the scariest fucking place in the building. It was. Yeah. But I mean, of course, that's going to be the way out. Yeah. Because Kenny even said that he was going down there to go to another wing, mm -hmm. you know, so there is a way out conceivably. 
I have to be honest, though. I don't want to go down yeah. there. No. I, I feel like my hope for any plan would kind of go out the window right when i realized that opening a door that i've opened before yeah yeah it doesn't take you where it's supposed to go yeah yeah oh yeah so these tunnels are now a thousand miles long yeah oh no yeah Yeah. they're they're done we don't need to go down there no and on the cool that uh the stand for the light broke just Take the the bottom and the top off of it. You got a pole right there. Let's try to pry some of those window covers yeah, off. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't want to go down that tunnel. Look, Fuck that. Yeah, I'll have. Is- I'll we'll we'll not split up exactly, but we'll have a couple people go down in the tunnel. I'll. I think that is splitting up, but go. <laughs> <laughs> Maggots are protein. Uh, they Ew, probably uh... soften the apple enough to where my teeth could eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we'll figure it out. You can figure that out. I just wanted I to say. I feel like nobody likes my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that I'm never going to go in a place where I could potentially be trapped forever and ever without you because I would, I'd be crying on the floor and you're like, no, we can make a tool out of this. Yeah. Oh, no. We, <laughs> I'm just like, we're dead. We're not going to the tunnels. That's just not happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just eating a maggot yeah. infested. <laughs> <laughs> John, Paul, John Paul's like, I see it's up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna be the one to get us out of <laughs> I, I don't want to stay in it. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> thank, thank you, JP. <laughs> TC is firm that he is not going in a tunnel. He says if their lights go out, they're fucked. He reminds Lance that he told him to put the time lapse outside, and when he did, he saw a fire escape. He proposes that they get to the roof and climb down that way. But again, there's a spirit in here who likes to push people yeah. off of high things. Yes. I would be scared to do that. No, I'm sorry. Even even if that's the only plan, the only way out, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm so scared. Yeah, there's no way. Like, Because they said from that window, it was like an 80 foot drop. Oh, and the fire that. escape is like on the roof, right? Yeah, fuck it. I, oh my God. I ugh. No. That hurts my stomach just thinking about it. But Houston says he doesn't care what they do as long as they get out of here. Lance is sold and tells them to pack up all the gear and go. We cut to them in the hallway and they're clearly lost. Lance tells TC that he said he knew where the ladder was, but TC said that he only knew that there was a ladder and not to put that on him. He didn't say he knew where the ladder was. Lance gets really annoying in this section. Yeah. Because he's like, TC, you said you built this building or whatever. Yeah. Like he's, he's so adamant that he TC does. knows everything. And once again, even if TC knew where it was, shit is moving around. Yeah. We knew where the front door was. Yeah. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. True. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> Lance asks if it's in the direction that they're going, but TC doesn't have an answer. He only saw it from the outside. They hear something behind them and turn to look and call out, but they see nothing. Lance finally finds a staircase and they all head up. TC pushes his way to the front and rejoices when he sees a sign that reads roof access. He turns and looks up at the top of the stairs to find just a wall, just a dead end, no doors. He hands his camera over and goes to hit the wall, declaring it to be solid before collapsing onto the stairs in tears. It really felt like the building, whatever, knew that they were looking for the roof and were mm-hmm. like, nah. Yeah. Like it felt like <laughs> like 1408 when yes. that thing's like, you oh, are yeah. here. Like it felt very playful. Like, yeah, right this way. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Well, maybe don't say your plans out loud. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Just text each other. Yeah. <laughs> like the roof. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, one thing I did learn, I read in an interview in Screen Anarchy. All right. The directors said that 
they wrote everything for the film as far as the screenplay is concerned. Mm-hmm. There are those little moments of improvisation, which is probably where we're getting all the fuck words. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is that this scene was held from the actors. They knew they were going to round the oh. corner and see something. Yeah. But they didn't know that it was going to be a brick wall like this. Oh, wow. That's so upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so their reaction is in the moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's they, really cool. They basically Blair Witched them. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. They continue down the hallway again, Sasha audibly sobbing. As TC yells in the background, Lance turns the camera on himself and reports that they just left the stairwell that was sealed at the top. He says he's going to document everything because people are going to want to see it when they get out of here. So clear reason to keep filming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. They come to a map on the wall and consult it. Despite the fact that they climbed four flights of steps, the map reports that they're on the first floor, only a bit down the hall from the lobby where they came in. We're dead, dude. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, what do you sorry. say? Back it up. Yeah, back it up. We're done. <laughs> Sasha looks up at TC's camera behind her and asks if he's filming this. The camera focuses on the compass in her hand, which is going absolutely wild. They continue down a hallway, but stop when they hear someone screaming. Lance shushes everyone to listen clearer, but the screaming continues. They start to call out to Matt, frantically running down the hall as the screaming gets louder and more desperate. But when they run into one of the rooms, they find it empty and the screaming stops. As Lance stands in the middle of the room, the bed scoots toward him on its own before literally floating into the air and whipping around. What do we do, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, there comes a point. Back where... out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know this was occupied. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seems you're busy. Yeah. Very sorry. <laughs> Everyone screams and runs out. The camera's glitching as they make their escape. The camera cuts, and when it comes back up, everyone is sitting silently, looking pretty rough. Lance turns the camera on himself and explains that they went looking for another stairwell, but they couldn't find one because the building is a maze. He quotes TC, saying that the building keeps changing all around them. He admits that they couldn't find Matt and they don't even know if he's okay. He says that they're all tired and hungry, so they're going to try to sleep. But this time, they're sleeping in shifts so that someone can stay watch at all times. The camera cuts. He's like, one hour. Yeah. (laughs) Seven Tops, like max seven. When the camera comes back up, Lance says that they all just woke up, but we need to see this. He turns the camera towards Sasha, who sits with her back to us, but turns to tell Lance and TC to turn the fucking camera off. Lance says that they have to document this, and Sasha is too distracted by her own pain to offer another objection. He raises up Sasha's shirt, and there, on her back, in deep scratches, is the word, hello. Uh, I mean, it's there. It's a friendly message. It's there could have been worse. Well, she was the one saying hello to them. That so is true. They're like, "Hey, girl." Yeah, yeah. But can I get a note or like on yeah. the wall? You don't got to use my skin. You know, I had the tape recorder, right? Yeah, like, no, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we. You had about. a chance. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Houston gently blots the cuts on her back, and TC tells her that they have to document this because there's no way that someone came in here and did that with all of them in here. He says it really sweet, uh huh. which I was glad because he's been kind of a loose cannon. <laughs> but disturbed, Lance tells TC to cut and he does. When the camera comes back up, Lance is repeatedly reaching out to Matt on the radio. Finally, he gets a response, a whisper of static and a very light hello. 
I don't like that word anymore. No. <laughs> I'm not sure that this is Matt. We've learned who uses that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he asks Matt if he's okay and if he can hear him, and he only gets breathing in return. At some point during this call. <laughs> call? <laughs> there, yeah, I don't know if we can call it that. <laughs> there is a clear demonic noise. Yeah. And, and Lance is like, Matt? <laughs> Again, it's hey, like, buddy. that's not your friend anymore, yeah. man. Something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah. If that's what he sounds like. Yeah. No. Either he needs to clear his throat or he needs to. <laughs> yeah. Because it's too much. He asks Matt to tell them where he is and they'll go get him. But Matt doesn't respond anymore. Sasha says that they have to go find him. But Houston reminds her that they can't even find the front door. They leave the room and head into a bathroom, calling out to Matt. TC tells Sasha to try all the channels on the radio because the range on it isn't far. When pressed by Lance, he guesses that 200 to 300 yards away would get them a clear signal. They venture out into the hallway again, turning around when they come to a dead end. They continue, though, calling out to Matt, but not finding any sign of him either physically or on the radio. TC stands in the middle of the hallway and announces that this is pointless. <laughs> As he tries to explain more about the range of the walkie, someone straight up runs across the hall by yeah. <laughs> Too fast. <laughs> they all assume it to be Matt and run after him, screaming his name. They end up in a bathroom, and it's clear that the person that they were chasing after is not Matt. Someone stands in the corner, though, with their back to the crew. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen... <laughs> Our friend, Our friend Matt. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me pull up a picture so you yeah, get a better yeah. idea. He's he was about, probably smoking. Yeah. He's about yay high. Yeah. Probably slipping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but the person has long hair and they're wearing nothing but a hospital gown. She turns around to look at them, but just a brief second after she does, her face distorts demonically, her mouth and eyes growing impossibly large. This is Demon Girl, played by Ava Gifford. What demon girl was just hanging out, they went and bothered her. Yeah. This is the rats all over again. Yeah. yeah. And I got to be honest, this is a very iconic moment in the film. Mm -hmm. It's very clearly CG done. Yeah. Um, I think they said the Vicious Brothers handled the special effects of the film as well. Or maybe they did it all really? with yeah. lighting like in The Exorcism of Emily Rose. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think... <laughs> Think, right um, guys sure don't take us back there yeah. um, <laughs> no but i mean it 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 looks it looks fine in the context of the film mm -hmm. there is one later that does not look as good it doesn't no. look as good but i feel like after a certain point and we're getting to that point it's just mayhem it's just wild like they're not trying to be like oh this is it's not you know what i mean yeah we're doing scares we're doing fun we're doing i mean it's I will say it is not what you expect from a found footage film. Yeah. No. Because they're like, we're going to show you everything. Yeah. yeah like yeah. we talked about at the top. Why well, I think it's more of a, I'm not here to tell you a tell. You're just here to survive. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's yeah. just yeah. try to make it through the night. We, I mean, we've got the backstory of the building. We yeah. don't, we don't need that. That was the work, you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> now <laughs> that just was it. sit down and enjoy. <laughs> it's the ride. Yeah. yeah. But the crew screams, understandably, and runs out of the room. Back down the hallway, everyone panicking and screaming. Lance and Sasha run into a closet and slam the door as soon as TC runs inside. They turn their lights off, trying to hide from the demon girl. In the pitch black, we hear demonic moaning and groans on the other side of the door. When the sounds dissipate, Lance says, oh shit, 
We lost him. We fucking lost Houston. I was... <laughs> the way that they all ran in together and just closed the door, I thought of Diane in Shaun of the Dead when she's like, oh, one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you forget a whole ass I human being? <laughs> like, he's part of your crew. Yeah. He's your friend. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, you know. <laughs> a whole ass person. <laughs> it is. It's so unfair. He has a life. He's been the fucking hope of yeah. the yeah. And he said he had a gig tomorrow, too. He did. An audition. It's sad. But from a night vision static cam in the hallway, we see Houston wandering alone, calling out to Lance. His flashlight flickers before giving out completely. He calls out to Sasha and TC as he stumbles over an abandoned wheelchair. Down the hall, a door silently opens, but closes again when he gets close to it. Moving along the wall, Houston makes a turn and continues farther down. When there is a loud breathing behind him, he turns, but continues forward. He calls out to the rest of the crew, but suddenly something invisible lifts him by his throat. He is well above the ground, groaning, kicking his legs, and trying to fight the invisible force. It finally drops him to the ground, but as soon as he calls out for help and is still struggling to get to his feet, there's an explosion of light and Houston is launched down the hall. He lands hard and remains there, motionless. The feed glitches. I'm pretty sure we learned from last week that that's a class five weapon. So you can't, <laughs> can't, be doing can't that. go using flashbangs like that. Um, but <laughs> because of that, I was like, wow, that's that's very illegal. So I was thinking... <laughs> How did they do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I read in Bloody Disgusting that they had a plan of how to do this differently. Uh huh. And it did not work at all. Oh, shit. What they had was they wanted to have the stuntman on wires and have him fly 30 feet to the location of the dead body. Okay. And so, and then cut out the wires and just fix it in post. But filming in a real location like this hospital the ceiling isn't going to allow you to do that. Yeah, yeah. to lift a whole person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work. And so they made this apparatus and they had him kind of on the wires, but he was only three feet above the ground. Okay. And so they have him going and they they said it looked like Superman in slow motion and it looked terrible. Yeah. They're like, there's no way that we can do this. And they're like, okay, I have another idea. <laughs> it's so funny to me because <laughs> they said, okay, we're going to have you run down the hall and I want you to jump twice and then land on your fucking, the front of your body, yeah. on the ground. Just land face down. I guess that's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like the front of your body. You land you on the front that? of your body. Yeah, front like, of your body. I'm in, go. Um, and so he lands on the front of his body <laughs> after doing those two jumps. And they cut it all together in post. His entire death is CG. What? Yeah. Really? Not, not any of that. It, it, it's a composite, basically. That's but that's impressive, okay, though. Okay. He was never moved from that location to that location. Yeah. Except for in a computer. So where'd the wormhole come from? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Carmelo Johns and his men. <laughs> in the closet, Lance sets the camera on himself and fights back tears. He tells us that they've been hiding in here for a couple hours. He says that Houston is gone and they tried to get Matt back on the radio, but they couldn't. A strange loud sound interrupts him and he says that they keep hearing noises like that and he really doesn't know how much longer they'll last because they're not alone in here anymore. He turns the camera off. 
when I came over here this morning, that scene was playing because you guys were rewatching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And JP goes, anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you been alone for a no. while. Yeah. There's not like a line where it's like, okay, now things are. <laughs> yeah. You've never. <laughs> they were there. They were just waiting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when the camera comes back up, Sasha is sobbing, asking how her name is on it. First, she gets the scratches on her back, and now this. Why is the jelly all over her shit? (laughs) Lance calmly tells us that they all woke up with these on their wrists. He shows his wrist to the camera. There's a patient ID wristband on it, and his name and date of birth are on it. That's a great touch. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. Sasha turns on TC, telling him that he fell asleep and he made this happen. I will say she's very mad vocally. Yeah. But she smacks his leg like he took her leftovers from the fridge. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you should be. The jackal tore up her back. She's oh, weak. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a break, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Lance asks what this means. And TC plainly says that it means they're fucked. When TC cradles his head in his hand, Lance zooms in on his wristband. <laughs> yeah. He also got one. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that all of this is just insane. They venture out into the hallway, a low humming sound all around them. When they come to a wide open door, they're disturbed that it's open. Well, you've seen a lot. Sasha says that there's something in there. And in the hallway behind them, there's an echo of laughter from multiple voices. They continue forward. And Lance tells us that they've been going in circles and they still can't find Matt. When he brings up Houston, Sasha tells him to just stop. She says that they're not making a TV show anymore. Lance protests that people are going to want to see this footage. But Sasha reiterates that Matt and Houston are gone and they just need to focus on getting out and finding them. And he just keeps doing this. Sasha stands with her back to a door. And when she begins to speak, a fist punches through the small (laughs) glass window and grabs her. The arm grabs her. Yeah, nope. Aren't we going <laughs> Aren't we going through enough? <laughs> like, good lord, and who's this guy? Who yeah. are you? Who are you? <laughs> I think that's where I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah. Just, just say, hurry, take me. Now we'll lay down and cry. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Seriously, dude. I got I have a bracelet. Show me your bracelet. Oh yeah, right. What's Where's your yours? fucking name? I'm Lance Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Lance pulls her away and they all run down the hall. Sasha falls to the ground trying to catch her breath and Lance and TC yell at her to get up. Sasha sobs saying that she can't. Lance gets on the ground with her and reassures her that she can do it and she needs to get up. Just as she begins to nod and agree, TC screams at them from down the hall. They rush over to him and there in the next room, sitting against a support beam and wearing a hospital gown with his very own patient ID band is Matt. I got to be honest, I laughed out loud because TC goes, that's him, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he changed clothes. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, I thought y'all were friends. You what worked together. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> for five episodes. <laughs> At the least, you could have been friends before. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just assuming you guys were outside playing football. Yeah. Y'all are, like you for said, real? five episodes. Yeah. You're right. Your buddies. What, what was yeah. that dude's name? Matt. Matt. That's Dude, a- I think I found Mike. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, is this your friend? Yeah. Like, what? Dude, there's Max. It's yeah. like, <laughs> what? Just, uh, you know. That's him, right? 
Um, ah! It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. But whatever his name is, <laughs> Matt Max, <laughs> he sits traumatized and doesn't react to them when they call out to him. They slowly approach, and when Sasha reaches for him, Matt flinches and recites, patient exhibits acute compulsive disorder linked with childhood phobia. They barely have time to react to this when they hear a loud scream behind them. They pull Matt to his feet and lead him to another room. In the room, they ask Matt where he got the gown, but he's unable to answer. <laughs> That's the least of your... <laughs> yeah, no. That, huh? look, that looks comfortable as shit. Like, All we got are these fucking pants, man. Yeah, the happy's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, where did you... Right. Where's your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Sasha points out the wristband and Matt reacts to her, afraid. Lance finally asks what they did to him and what he saw, but TC, again, is not trying to hear it. He only tells Matt that he must know a way out of here. Why? I don't know why he would assume that. Matt is still here. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't left. He didn't take a trip out. Yeah. Matt laughs and says, of course there's a way out. They can all leave as soon as they're better. Lance asks him what that means, and Matt admits that he wasn't ready yet. He says the progress is slow, but the patient is responding to treatment. TC and Lance begin to bicker and Matt tells them not to be sad because everything is going to be okay. He'll help them too. Okay. If this is his help. <laughs> yeah. I I'm good. And another thing I want to say is that, okay, we find ourselves in this situation. Uh, friend number four will say mm. we've found again in a gown acting strange. I am asking more questions. Yeah. Oh, than yeah. Where'd you get that? Gown? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where you've been. Who who is helping you? Well, yeah. Lance finally did when he wouldn't answer about the gown. He finally <laughs> did ask where he's been. He's like, look, I know I I gotta come to terms with the fact that I'm never gonna get my hands <laughs> on a gown it's that just, breezy. It's, but it's not gonna happen. What's been going on? But Matt lets loose something between a sob and a laugh, and ghost noises start behind the door. Lance tells TC to check it and make sure that nothing gets in as the camera cuts. It comes back up on Lance's face. He tells us that they found Matt, but he's all fucked up. He shows Matt curled up and asleep on the bed. TC lays on the floor and Sasha sits on her own against a wall. So is this a differentiation between actually the shit that's going down and Lance still trying to do the show? I don't I, I think that Lance is trying to document what's happening because he thinks that he's going to make money on it one day. But we already established that we found Matt again. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he's like, in case it wasn't in frame, I just want to yeah. <laughs> update you guys. Yeah, TC's going through it, so he might not have. <laughs> Lance sets up the camera and goes to sit next to Sasha, who admits quietly that she doesn't feel good. She thinks there's something wrong with her. Lance feels her forehead and says that she does feel warm, and he thinks she might have a fever. He gives her a bottle of water and tells her to get some sleep, but she says that she can't sleep. She doesn't think she'll ever be able to sleep again. The camera cuts out. When it comes back up, everyone is screaming. The camera is swinging wildly, but when it focuses, we see that the ceiling and walls are covered in arms, thrust outward with reaching hands. They run outside as the camera glitches. Very frightening. It put me in the mind of Radio Silence's segment in yeah, yeah. VHS. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit that I also would have been screaming very loud because just moments ago, this room seemed pretty armless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are you look very proud of I yourself am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They run into the bathroom with all the tubs and we see Lance hiding behind one of them and Sasha, TC and Matt huddled against a wall. They all stand together to leave the room. But when they turn around, somehow Matt is standing next to the haunted tub and the tub is full of blood. Matt was right with them. Yeah. Which again, that this is starting to feel like Matt is not who Matt claims yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> and why are we still trusting Matt? This isn't the Matt I know. Well, earlier no. he's he was talking about himself. Like yeah. is he the patient. The patient yeah, yeah. That's like, true. It's like, don't you mean you? Yeah. yeah. Are you the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> he peers down into the tub. Lance tells TC to get Matt away from it, but when TC tries, Matt scoots away from him. Suddenly, bathtub demon played by michelle cummins bursts out of the blood in the tub and grabs tc we see him pulled beneath just before the camera is dropped we hear the crew flip the tub over and watch as blood spills on the floor and splatters the lens of the camera lance picks the camera back up to show the now empty overturned tub tc is gone sasha sobs and matt begins to laugh hysterically the camera cuts so this for me, we had Sasha linger in this room. Yeah. I thought this was going to be Sasha's death. Yeah. Yeah. So for it to be TC's was a little strange. You could even have him linger with the camera down into the tub and they're like, TC, come on. Yeah. And then it's like we're yeah. setting up something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very weird to have her linger there and then nothing really happens to her here. Yeah. That's fair. But I really, I do like the disappearing. Oh, yeah. Them turning oh, no, the tub yeah. over. Like that. That's great. Because come on like and, that's good and i will say that tc's death is 100 percent lance's fault because oh, no, yeah. tc was going to help matt and then lance goes what's he doing and tc's like i don't know yeah. and he gets, <laughs> that's when he gets <laughs> dragged well he does. honestly yeah. it's matt's fault too because tc tries to grab him and he's like you got to be quicker than that he like <laughs> yeah, skips away but- from him <laughs> so you're on your own yeah <laughs> Later, Lance turns the camera back on and wipes the blood from the lens and tries to wipe it from his face. They continue down another hallway where a light fixture swings back and forth on its own. It was funny to me because they don't even react to this. Well, that's like, (laughs) okay, yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah, if that's all you're doing. We haven't had activity for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) When they look up to the ceiling, they see bloody handprints dragged across. They hear objects moving on their own and Matt begins to panic, but Sasha calms him down and continues to lead him down the hall. To everyone's surprise, they come to an elevator. Lance sets the camera down and tries to open the doors. He says if they can use the shaft to climb down to the tunnels, then they can try their luck in one of the other buildings. He assures Matt and Sasha that they're going to get out of here before picking up the camera and going back down the hall the way they came. I look, we all understand how haunted this building is, Mm -hmm. but there is something so specifically haunted about that elevator. Literally. (laughs) Like that's that's the scariest elevator I've ever seen. And when was that there? You guys just wandered around. Yeah, it it wasn't. It wasn't. I honestly thought that was going to lead to them meeting like, uh, you know, Dr. Vanneket. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His substitute, I guess, or stand in. After searching, Lance comes across a gurney turned over on its side. (laughs) I don't know if it's a new gurney. (laughs) He's able to pull a long piece of metal from it. But before he can go back to the elevators where Sasha and Matt wait for him, something catches his eye. In a puddle of blood on the floor, Lance spots a human tongue. When more blood drops to the floor, Lance looks up. There, perched on the wall in a hospital gown, eyeless, 
tongueless and screaming is tongueless demon played by alex timmer it's it's a pretty good scare oh yeah it's a lot i wish though that there was some mention of somebody of that being a technique or maybe the dude wrote well, the technique. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the dude wrote <laughs> the dude wrote on the walls because his tongue had oh, been cut out good. anything that would have tied this back because this is just fucking random that's like, true why well, i thought they said there was a bald apparition or that they, they did seen, say that. they did but the tongue I, i'm more concerned about his tongue than his fucking hair well that's so well, funny but like the, you know what's really weird about him he's yeah, a fucking he bald bald dude, dude. <laughs> Forget the fucking tongue the on tongue. the floor. Well, maybe they didn't see the tongue. Maybe they didn't make it that far. <laughs> he, dri- he just drips his blood everywhere. But the weird thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really hair. stood what out to fuck? me. Yeah. How dare he? Yeah. Um, no, but I agree. How dare he? <laughs> I agree. I feel like there should have been. And that's what I was saying at the beginning when he was like, also known as the ghosts of corning whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. if they would have just said specific All, ghosts if, even if okay. he was just like tongueless tony or something like yeah. anything i don't, don't look at me like that yeah. <laughs> we'll workshop the name yeah. but I think, <laughs> I think it's a great We're idea spitballing. there's yeah. no bad ideas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how mad we'd be if the, the ghost name was tongueless, tongueless tony. tony yeah yeah there are no bad ideas says the person who just said <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Honestly, it's not bad. It's not bad because I guarantee that if there were like a local <laughs> legend or something, Tongueless Tony might actually I'm be. I'm just saying. Yeah, it'd be some horrible shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tongueless Tony. Ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Tongueless Tony. I've come around on Tongueless Tony. I think it's good. <laughs> Thanks. The camera glitches as Lance runs from the room screaming. He goes back to the elevator, ignoring Sasha when she asks him what's wrong. He quickly pries the elevator doors open, and we see from Sasha's cam that there is a ladder that goes all the way down. Lance devises a plan. He's going to reach across, and then Sasha will help Matt over to him. There's a loud bang and screeching down the hall, and Lance tells Matt and Sasha to stay back. He grabs his camera and goes towards the sounds as Sasha screams his name behind him. Suddenly, and I got to tell you, this is not on my bingo card. No, no, dude, at all. Suddenly, Lance is face to face with the tongueless demon, and they're like physically fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's a real struggle. <laughs> I would feel like, I mean, you're you're a demon. Do you really have to do this? Do I really was need? a little confused. Yeah. I was like, really? And the sad part is Lance was holding his own. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't one-sided. I'm not scared to tell this Tony anymore. <laughs> but they're physically struggling with each other before the camera drops. We see Sasha and Matt. Sasha hands her camera to Matt and races toward Lance. She's like, oh, what is that? We switch to that camera that Matt is holding and we see Sasha helping Lance keep the door at the end of the hall closed as the demon tries to bust its way in. Matt turns the camera on his own face and begins to laugh. <laughs> the angle, of course, I was like, what do these buttons do? Yeah. <laughs> I, was the I mean, you have to. He looks down at the ladder and all the way down the elevator shaft. We see from the dropped camera in the hallway as Matt lets himself fall forward. Through Matt's cam, we see the fall and the landing at the bottom, and it glitches before cutting out. So I feel like that kind of bothered me a little bit with how important we've made Matt. Mm-hmm. And then just to be like, well, that's just the end of Matt. That's it. It's like, oh, Keep whoops. Going. Yeah. yeah, it just goes. Just it's like, so okay. weird. Yeah. Sasha and Lance say that the demon disappeared before walking back into frame. 
They both sob when they come to the realization that Matt jumped. They focus the camera on his broken body at the bottom of the elevator shaft before climbing down. When Lance reaches the bottom, he checks Matt's pulse, but it's no use. He helps Sasha down the rest of the way on the ladder and comforts her as she sobs. Lance pries open another door and announces that they've made it into the tunnels. They regroup. Lance reminds her that these tunnels connect all the buildings. I'm like, we know, yeah, Lance, yeah. we know, we know. <laughs> he tells her that he can't do this alone, so they start down the tunnels together. Lance slowly starts to lose steam, and when he realizes that they should have hit the junction a long time ago, he's angry. I gotta say, man, after everything you've experienced, mm -hmm. how in the hell did you think that they would play fair in the tunnels? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to do it, dude. He's like, no. what do you mean it's endless Fuck. down here, dude? <laughs> you changed this, in the, in the same exact building that we've been in all night. What do you mean? The bowels of the building that we've been in. <laughs> I know the movie uh, doesn't have very much left, but right at about the elevator scene, I was like, man, I'm really fucking enjoying this. So yeah. This is really good. I, For sure. I really feel like they do such a good job setting it up and you hit a certain point and it's just a roller coaster to the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Later, Sasha is on her hands and knees gasping for air. Lance tries to check on her, but suddenly Sasha vomits blood out onto the floor. She sobs as Lance tries to comfort her. I will say this is, it, it is pretty abrupt. Mm -hmm. They only mentioned it once that she was... That she didn't feel good. Yeah. And it really just seemed more like a way to humanize Lance because he's been kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's from her being scratched by them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that's how I took it. Yeah. You know, a lot of those old hospitals that were, like, horrible um, mm -hmm. regarding mental health, they also had, like, tuberculosis uh, oh. Hell yeah. I mean, wards. Yeah. So they weren't exactly careful no. with the people that needed it the most. You know what I mean? Very fair point. Later, Lance turns the camera on himself. Sasha's head rests on his shoulder as she sleeps. Lance tries to report what day it is, but realizes he doesn't even know what day it is anymore. He says that they spent the whole day walking in one direction, but they didn't get anywhere, and now his feet are killing him. He says that Sasha isn't going to make it, and she can't keep up. It's like, dude, she's right there. Uh, yeah. yeah, I found it weird. He was like, it was like a confessional. He's like, I'm going to cut her loose. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, this bitch, she's as good as dead. <laughs> Lance! He is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Something growls down the tunnel, but when Lance asks who's there, there's no reply. <laughs> what do you expect? It's Dr. Vatican. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Friedkin. I mean, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> We've referred to him that way once. <laughs> yeah. But we know what he's doing. Through the static cam, we see Lance holding Sasha as the tunnel slowly fills with smoke. It's so thick that we can't see either of them anymore. And when it dissipates, Lance sits alone. Sasha is gone. This was so effective to me. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I was just very surprised. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. But part of me was like, why make her sick at all then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why put her through that if you're just going to James Wan disappear her? I feel like everybody's James Wan. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody kind of has this thing where something's like they're on a certain arc and then it's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you thought? <laughs> He calls out to Sasha, but he is alone, even with his flashlight to help him see. He screams her name, but only gets the echo of his own voice as a reply. He takes off running down the tunnel, and his flashlight flickers before going out completely. Later, with the camera set on the ground facing him, Lance asks, what do you want from me? Into the radio. In response, he gets his own voice asking, 
What do you want from me? With wild laughter and screaming after it. That's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, again, it's a callback to the nothing before. Yeah. That's fantastic. Lance sobs and drops the radio before the camera cuts out. When it comes back, there's blood on his face, and he admits to us that he's running low on battery. He says he doesn't even need the light anymore, though. If he just keeps walking straight, he can walk in the dark for hours. It's kind of like a game. He laughs and asks, how long can you go? He looks into the camera and asks if anyone is watching before telling his audience, fuck you. I'm like, hey, buddy, what is this, fucking Scream 5? (laughs) Don't do me like that. (laughs) We had enough of that this month. (laughs) He repeats it louder and louder until he's screaming it, and then he reminds us, this was for you. I love that you call him buddy because you're trying to remind him, we are friends. We're cool. Yeah, we were here for you this whole time, Lance. And then you go and pull this shit on us. When the camera comes back up, there's a rat scurrying across the floor of the tunnel. Lance hits it with the piece of metal from the gurney, killing it and eating it greedily. I do want to (laughs) be clear that there is literally even a thing in the comments that was like, no rats were killed in the making of this or whatever. I was I needed convincing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks too real. It looks too good. I thought there is a split second. Yeah, I was Man, gonna say that you can see it. Yeah. If you if I was you upset. Look- <laughs> Yeah. You'll see the squished rat it's, already. Yeah, and I gotta be honest, man. He didn't need to film this. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> he set up. This isn't the, this isn't the static cam filming this. He's like, no, I'm gonna get a good him. shot. I'm gonna get that rat. <laughs> I'm gonna get that rat in the rule of thirds. All right, let's <laughs> let's get to eating. That so poor he, rat. So when he gets hungry, he can watch it later and be like, Oh man, that I'm, was I'm full so of- good. That one time, he's like, No, we're doing a food show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He picks up the camera and smiles as we hear yelling down the tunnel. Lance brings a finger to his lips and a cheeky little shush before gnawing on the rat again and bursting out laughing. The camera glitches and comes back up with Lance, pointing it down the hall and screaming at them to come and get him. He's gone full shame a day. <laughs> I don't advise it because you know that there is something that will come and get that you. That is true. He's like, tear up my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Later... He turns the camera back on and says that he doesn't know how long he was sleeping, but he just woke up and there's a door. He turns the camera toward the door and it's there in the wall of the tunnel. He pushes it open and steps into the darkness before we see a night vision. On a blackboard in the room, someone has crudely drawn a brain with parts of it mapped out in a list of emotions like anxiety and fear written on the side. Tacked up are photos of patients, some with large chest sutures, some with their ribs, the muscles in their cheeks or hands completely exposed. One is of a man with a hole in his head, completely exposing his brain. Can I say, missed opportunity, this should have been pictures of the crew, his crew. Lance's crew. That would have been been very fucking cool. That would have been really cool. I was like, who are these people? I was adopted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Lance? Yeah. <laughs> that's too far. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Lance begins to sob as he goes further into the room where there are beds and wheelchairs and devices with restraints. Further still, there's an operating room. Behind that is a room with wooden crates and books. In the center of the floor is a ritualistic drawing and markings beset on four sides with candles and a skull in the middle of it. 
there's your answer, fish bulb. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the problem. This is what's going on. <laughs> there's your problem right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone set this thing to evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got a leaky portal here. <laughs> yeah. You ever get that checked out? Yeah, no, no, the evil's just seeping through. Yeah. Like, you like the whole building, yeah. really. Yeah. It's the whole I can, building. Parts and labor, I think, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe about $666. <laughs> there's an altar with a book on it, but when Lance opens the book, it's in runes, unrecognizable. And there's never been a, a good book that's held together by a twig. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that in a movie. You that's, show that to me. It's yeah. not my business. It's <laughs> yes. not my yeah. business. We don't need to open that. Lance looks back toward the operating room and there's a full operation in progress, complete with the doctor, nurses, and a patient. He gasps and remarks that it's impossible as they slowly turn to look at him. In his shock, he's knocked over the ritualistic setup. He looks down at it and when he looks back up, Dr. Friedkin is right in front of him. So whenever uh, Melissa Marr moves the camera... <laughs> yeah. and the doctors look at her uh, they drag her to the ceiling yeah yeah. no um this is this is so clearly homage right yeah Yeah. it's it it literally has to be like again there's no way that they're like we can get away with that yeah it's totally intentional it has to be i hope so because it's still (laughs) good yes it is but yeah i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah (laughs) but dr friedkin screams and his face morphs into something demonic Lance drops the camera. We hear his screaming and asserting that he is not crazy before the camera cuts out. When the camera comes back up, Lance is dazed, almost as if his brain was operated on. Hmm. He tells us that the doctor said he's all better now and that he can go home. He says, for Grave Encounters, I'm Lance Preston, signing off. The feed cuts out and we get the title card and the credits. So, what did you guys think of Grave Encounters? In this moment, I just imagine all the producers turning around and being like, Jerry, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You want to release that? (laughs) You had us pull men off to work on this? Oh my God. Jerry. I forgot that that's the lens in yeah. which you're watching. <laughs> He's like, you want to see some freaky shit? Yeah. <laughs> Take about 90 minutes. <laughs> no, but I, I really enjoyed this movie. I really, uh, I didn't, I remember it being funnier than what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but it might, I think you're right. It might've just been that first like 30 minutes of it, 45 minutes of it. Um, but it is, it is good. Uh, I felt like doing it the way that they did it and making it just seem like that. Look, we edited all that. We just got the film. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So okay, they that ex- all of it. <laughs> yeah. But it explains, though. It does. Cool. We don't have to wonder who put this together. Did the ghosts edit this? Did they whatever? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, but it it does. And it and it's like you said, it's just a ride. Once it starts going, it's it's fantastic. Uh, and I'm I would very i would even recommend this movie to people i don't Hell know yeah. how people are saying that this i know i mean i get it everybody's got their own opinion for and sure i know dislikes. but so many people but yeah that uh, that's that's just so strange that that many people don't like this yeah. movie i i always i mean i i put this movie in my mind as one that you throw on as almost like a little crowd pleaser 
people would enjoy to watch this on a Friday night. Yeah. there It's just fun to be had. Yeah. It's not anything that you need to really dig into. There are moments that are worth worth complaining about. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just a fun ride. It is a very interesting conceit that hadn't really been done before as far as the ghost hunting thing. Yeah. And it really bums me out that it really didn't achieve the franchise potential that I think it could have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's a very, very good film. And I always have fun watching it. Yeah. I do, too. And it's funny because Ari for a while now has been like when are y'all gonna do that when are y'all gonna do that yeah this movie scared the shit (laughs) we had a question on talk mortem last year where we were asked what the kids what's their in their opinion what's the scariest movie yeah yeah and ari was like gravy cat she didn't even think about it (laughs) after we had seen it she was like what was that movie where remember remember i was like no when he ate the rat i was like gravy (laughs) she was like obsessed with it yeah it i think it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like it goes to some dark places. It like we likened it to a roller coaster multiple times yeah. because you know you have your uptick at the beginning and then when it drops, it's it's going. You oh, know yeah. for the rest of the movie. But yeah, it's definitely not perfect. There's some you know kind of cheesy CGI. But when you think about how cheaply this was made, mm-hmm. and I think it was made quickly. Yes, I meant to mention that it was shot. I read. In I think it was Screen Anarchy, um, twelve days. Really, that is wild. Wow. Okay, that's wild. All right. I mean, all right, vicious brother. That's what I'm saying. Um, it kind of makes me sad that you know they had to deal with so many people hating this. I don't know how to phrase it. Like, (laughs) it's surprising. I know. Yeah. And I mean, this was kind of the resurgence of the found footage thing, right? After Paranormal Activity, but. Even in that saturated market, I think this still stands out. It, it, I yeah. know that it does to me. I feel like it is a lot of these movies follow the same formula. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of different to feel unique in that. And so that's why I think that you saying Hell House LLC, that is such a perfect parallel. Yeah. Because they both do to me, you know, even the premise. Oh, that is a perfect reason to have those cameras. Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect reason. Like, I mean, it's I just I really appreciate it. Mm hmm. But I guess we can just go into ratings. Yeah, sure. Um, I kind of just did my whole spiel, but I feel like, and I do want to shout it out once again for not having a score. Yes. And not having music. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it's just a fucking good time. Is this a cinematic masterpiece? No, this is not the greatest movie you've ever seen, but I think it will be one of the best found footage ones that you have. Yeah it's up there for me it's yeah. re- i think that it's really fucking good it's a lot of fun um the, <laughs> you get your comedy at the beginning the character work is really good even though that we don't we see some arcs start and they're not fully realized no i don't know how i feel about the ending to be a hundred percent honest um i think that it works yeah what i would have done instead i don't really know um I don't know, but I, I I don't think that this is the best that it could have been. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, with all things considered, I think, like you said, it, it's a crowd pleaser. It's just fun. That's why when we went over there, we all watched it together. Yeah. It, it's just a good time. And we had a blast. Yeah. yeah. So I will say on a scale from one to ten, disembodied demonic tongues. Wow. And I'm gonna give it a little extra love because it did get so much hate. All right. <laughs> I'm giving Grave Encounters eight out of ten disembodied demonic tongues all right i think that this is a treat i think that this movie is a lot of fun and if you haven't seen it because so many people hated it 
check it out for yourself and you might hate it too but check it out and see what you think yeah but i will now open up the floor no yeah i i agree i i wouldn't say that this is like a perfect you know whatever but i i i will go on to say this huh if there is a opportunity or there's like hey a bunch of us are gonna hang out couples or just friends or whatever uh we're gonna watch some movies where whatever you want to throw anything in there you guys mind horror or no i want to watch grave encounters with y'all oh yeah we're yes. turning off the lights you're putting on the surround sound or whatever everybody you know keep the commentary to a minimum let's watch this no, shut, shut up, the fuck well, up. <laughs> well because you know what i mean if you're talking and you're whatever no, you're, you're gonna, gonna miss, miss something yeah. sure. and i feel like this is one of those movies like you said it's subtle subtle little things at the beginning that happen later on uh and if you miss those things it's not i don't feel like it's a big thing but it does enhance the movie for sure and I am not going to lie. I don't know if there's too many movies that I would be immediately like, no, Grave Encounters, period. Yeah. Period. Well, what do you think? Grave Encounters. Well, a group, Grave Encounters. Something <laughs> yeah. really scary to show somebody. Grave Encounters. Yeah. Like, this movie checks off a lot of boxes for me that I didn't realize until this latest watch for the show. Yeah. Um. But man, yeah, this was a wild ride and I did enjoy it. Uh, TC, he's, he's got a bad mouth on him. He needs yes. to watch what the fuck he says. He does. But I mean, they all they all got kind of got. Um, they did. But I did appreciate his role as the person who's saying what, like the, no, we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't care about that. Let's get the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if everybody was just like, oh, the footage, or let's go, like, yeah. you need somebody no, to be yeah. like, no. But it's like that meme: the worst person you know is right, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, but. All that to say, on a scale from one to ten, disembodied demonic tongues. Nailed it. All right. I'm also gonna give this movie an eight out of ten. Hey. Wow. I I really liked this movie and hearing how fast they did it and like what they did with it, it that does kind of surprise me that it doesn't have a bigger following or liking. Like like I uh, again, I understand we all have our opinions and everybody likes different stuff, but I really don't see this movie being that bad to where people are like, "Oh, that fucking sucks." It's like really, <laughs> yeah. I don't like I me personally, I don't see it. But to each his own, and if you've of not course. seen this movie, please go watch it. No, I agree. I feel like this movie is. It seems that it's getting kind of a resurgence in popularity. Mm -hmm. There are the circles of people who love the hell out of this movie. Yeah, but then there are those people that really hate it. I, I mean, I, I, I don't see how you could hate it, but I, I respect your right to hate it. No, of yeah, course. Yeah. But I just feel like this movie is not. I don't think this is a movie to get mad at. Really, I, yeah. I read you know? a review yeah. not to cut you off, but I read a review where. Uh, somebody said that they were done at the point where a medium was yelling at a ghost that we have a permit here and you don't. I said, that's, that's not, not even what, what was happened. happening. Yeah, no. You look down at your phone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not see. even what was happening. And that's why you're mad. Yeah. Yeah. A ghost has a permit? I'm yeah. done. Yeah, this is why I'm John done. Paul told everyone to be quiet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he said, keep commentary to <laughs> a minimum. <laughs> Please. And you're I was asking, like, but don't be mad at it because that's not what it was. No. Yeah. And that is, that is one sad thing that I have noticed is that a lot of times distractions will ruin films for you mm -hmm. for sure and that's not fair to the film no yeah. that's why they tell you to turn your phone off at the movies and mm -hmm. 
And I'll I'll admit I'm a little guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I'm coming well, down so hard. Rewind it. Yeah. Rewind it. Yeah, yeah. Be like, was he talking to a fucking ghost? Rewind it and be oh, like, oh, no, no he, wasn't. he wasn't. Oh, and also he's not a fucking medium. No. But okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he's a fraud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Very early on. <laughs> yes. His first scene. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I love the conceit of this film. Um, I love that it doesn't break a lot of my found footage rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really sticks to a lot of them. And especially... For me, one of the biggest ones is how did this footage get to me? You know, and they tell you at the at the start of the yeah. film, and that's great. Um, I feel like the thing is, and it's very unfair to every found footage film I ever watch. It's always, always, always going to be compared to the Blair Witch Project for me, and that's not fair. It's not yeah. fair. <laughs> you can't you can't be doing that. That film and its marketing, it's perfect. Yeah, and it's untouchable. It's amazing, but. <laughs> I think that this film kind of falters a little bit for me on the negative side with, um, I, <laughs> I know this was very cheap. I hate the CG in this film. I have to say it. I have to say it. Yeah. I think the first face was good. The first face was yeah. good. And Houston's whole thing, that was good. If that was all CG. Okay, that's good. I, I won't say I hate. I don't like <laughs> a lot of the CG. The doctor's face was not good. It did look no. like a Snapchat filter. It did. Yeah. Um, and, I'll give you that. Even, or the even, TikTok filter with the oh, smile yeah, 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 thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even the first ghost lady, I was like, I'm still on board, but you're, <laughs> you're pushing You're pushing me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Better be going somewhere with those vicious brothers. <laughs> um, I also don't like some of the character moments. Um, I really think that the dialogue is it can be at times and i i say this meaningfully genuinely annoying to me Mm -hmm. but outside of those things i really think that it's just a fun time there's a lot of really good humor at the start of this Mm -hmm. the performances are for the most part believable oh yeah and compelling enough to where you're paying attention and you're not taken out of it Mm mm-hmm uh some of the scares are good like i mean it's literally just a film to have fun with yeah it's not one to <laughs> it's not one to hate it's yeah. just so <laughs> it's Damn, surprising dude. to me but um seeing a lot of those one star reviews like i was staggered yeah that's crazy but um no i i definitely would recommend this film would not recommend the sequel but this one i think is definitely worth watching okay but and watch the sequel if you want. I'm not telling you not to watch stuff. I <laughs> yeah. hate when people do that. Yeah, that's that's when they're like, cool. oh, don't watch it. No, watch, no, yeah, watch yeah. it, and then you tell me what you and think, and then agree with me. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> agree that you hate it. No. <laughs> but no, um, for me, out of ten disembodied demonic tongues, I am going to give Grave Encounters a seven point five out of ten. I did want to join you at the eight. But those, some of those character moments, I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. And yeah. kind of those missed opportunities where they could have just pushed it up to make it a little bit cooler and mm-hmm. scarier. Right. Those pictures with the autopsy photos. Yeah. Why isn't it the crew? Or maybe like they could have been related to the patients Name? that broke. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate Grave Encounters and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, just because you don't believe in something doesn't make it any less real. Allowing your skepticism to become complacency can prove to be a grave mistake. Until next time.
Thank you for staying tuned for our special thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons. Yeah. 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 We'll get it next time. We'll get it, we'll get it next time. We need to rehearse between. <laughs> <laughs> we can just do the Ric Flair woos every time. <laughs> there we go. New system. A special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers, ATX, Jennifer Perez, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggy, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M., Gary Horton, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M., Scott Troutman Wise, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G., Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Nick Spill, Emma Hagel Kissinger, Valerie G., Emiliana, Brian Glass, CB, Maya Noches, Taylor Santana, Will Lewison, Angelique, Smelly Poo Poo Head, Beth Bauer, Ben Coons, Cookie, Esperanza J, Jason Kyle OKC, Joshua Rumley, Danielle Peralta, Hannah R, Brandon, Nicholas Carter, Sawyer Reese Farr, Dr. Diva Loves Horror, Girl That's Scary, M. Fryback, Cassandra, Andrea Simmons, Ashley Higuera, William Rush, Ryan Brom, Megan Ochoa, Laura Lassiter, Natalie de Guzman, Eileen O, Marissa E, Sydney, Henry F, Megan M, Paul Jordan, Christy Beck, Nancy and Andy, Amanda Lopez, Cody Graves, Andy Terrell, Wizard Boner, ML Tafoya, Abigail Spitzer, Katie K, Erica Morin, Cameron S, Nicole Stewart, Tris Wynn, K.87, Mariah Jensen, and Carrie Archambeau. Wow. What a list. The gang's (laughs) all here. Amazing. Thank you all so much. I got to say, too, thank you all for hanging out with Labata, me, and these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry if that was offensive. I really don't. (laughs) Until next time.